But he showed heart like a motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. Because he didn't let us just bury him, nigga. Yeah, nah, yeah. He fought back. Because we went hard on that. We went hard on that. He fought back. Yeah, are we yeah, on? Man. He fought back like a motherfucker. Hey, What's up, y'all? Hey, 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 hey. Bitch ass Chauvin. Smash the likes. I was just telling yeah, that earlier. Tell them earlier. Like Smash that, the man. likes. They, man, I hope they get this motherfucker some real time, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Lock his bitch ass up. Lock that motherfucker Woo! up. They don't give him three months with time served. <laughs> and his job back. Did he, did he get fired? They never said they never said if they nah, he got convicted, what? so he can't work now. Can't work. What's the minimum amount that he'll get you think that were where niggas would be happy? Like what's the minimum he can get? Like fifteen? Yeah. Uh, a lot of these fried chicken niggas would be happy if he got seven months. <laughs> but what he should get is at least What's 27 years. At least 27? So yeah, that's the least. minimum for you. He got murder. At murder. least 27. Yeah. Okay. What's a fried chicken nigga? That's common. <laughs> right. Fried chicken <laughs> niggas are <laughs> people who listen to Al Sharpton be like, no matter what happened, we gonna vote and eat some chicken. <laughs> God is good. <laughs> God is good. Long as niggas are dying and white people is getting off on murders. It's like when Breonna Taylor's, uh, that when that cop got off, the niggas voted and ate chicken. When this motherfucker got convicted, they gonna vote and eat chicken. No matter what happened, these motherfuckers gonna vote blue and eat fried chicken. No wings. Breast and thighs only. It's, it's all kind of grease. <laughs> these niggas get grease on their ballots. Oh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Shit, grease on the mail-in ballots. Well, so, well, well, I personally think that we should go back to the old English way of convicting criminals. What's that? So back in those days, you had to have what's called a, uh, damn, the edible hit me on 420. <laughs> you had to have what's called a fucking, I'll, co I'll come up with that later, I I'll remember that later, but uh, a compurgator. Okay, okay. A purgator is a witness to your character. Yeah, so if Charlie commits okay. a murder, okay. back in the day, if you committed one murder and there were six compurgators that came to your defense in court, you were automatically found not guilty. Really? They would have to regardless come of the evidence? regardless of the evidence. If you, oh, wow. okay. if you can't, if you can't, so if you if you murdered a motherfucking public and they came like he's a good man, he's a good church going man, he does this wrong, he's helped me here. If he murdered somebody, um, that would have had to have been a situation where he felt like his life was on the line. Right, right, right. Mm. And the character would be the people. And you would get off. It wasn't up. It wasn't up to the, the judge or oh, the right, system. Right, right. Okay. It was up to the people. Right. Mm -hmm. And then they had things where if you felt the judge gave you an unjust judgment, you could challenge the judge. Mm. You could say, "Well, if you stand on that verdict, judge, I challenge you to a motherfucking duel." Yeah, yeah. Basically accountability. But if I I'm ready But check out but check out but they tried I mean to get to where we are now, these motherfuckers really were trying to be fair on the way to the justice system we have now. You know what I'm saying? And if you challenge a judge so 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 say you were a woman and you're and say say you murdered a woman's husband. Right, and they found her not guilty. Mm -hmm. I mean, they found you not guilty, but she knew you was guilty. She could challenge you to a duel, and she could have a brother or a male relative as her stand-in to fight you. Wow. And if she was like, I don't want to stand in, I want to kill this motherfucker myself, they would bury you up to dirt, waist high in dirt, and you would have to fight her with the bottom half of your body uh, buried in dirt. I still think that bitch. You, you're not whooping Layla Ali with your bottom half in dirt. Oh, she don't. 
Yeah, that I didn't beat the yeah, shit out of Doug. She get on her knees with you. Right. You know what I'm saying? So you you know, I mean, what what do y'all think is a fair? Whatever the last black man in Minnesota, whatever he was, whatever crime the last black man committed in Minnesota that closely resembled this crime is the time that he should get. Yeah. Well, you know what it should. Oh, okay. You know where it should at least start. That dude Muhammad Noor was the first officer to get convicted in Minneapolis, in Minnesota state history when that Jesse Demond chick hit his car and screamed at him. Neat. Hold on, some nigga named Eric. I, something said unsubscribe. Well, fuck you then, nigga. Go on. Right. Hey, yeah, what is you announcing this shit for? Fuck you, nigga. You ass nigga. Leave, right. leave. I don't like, get two fucks about you, nigga. Leave <laughs> like you your just did the shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Unsubscribe. <laughs> hey, leave like your mama did at daycare with you, nigga. Um, but like what they what they uh, that dude Muhammad Noor, this motherfucker got twelve years, and I thought his killing was actually justified. He was scared and he was spooked. And he shot that white lady just two years ago, and he got twelve years. Right. So if this motherfucker get anything less than twelve years, yep, man, they gonna tear that city up. Right. They gonna yeah, and, and as as they should. I mean, they Wait, repeat that again. Muhammad Noor, the last, the only cop that ever got convicted in that state's history, the he got uh, twelve years for killing Justine Demond, that white lady, who basically they were out in the car saying some drug shit going on. She came behind the cop the cop car and she hit the car. And so he protecting his partner, thinking that somebody coming at his partner. So he shot him, and then his white partner, the rest of the Minnesota police, like backed off because that motherfucker was a Muslim black motherfucker. Wow! And so the whole the whole department backed off, like, hey, we are, hey, right. he got twelve years. So this motherfucker got got to get at least double that. I yeah. agree. I agree. On the worst on, on the worst side of the game. I mean, being a police officer is one of the hardest jobs, though. No, it ain't. No, it is. It is. I, I know. I know. Cause they say it's really, really fucking scary. They be just as scared a lot of times as the people that they pulling over. So it is a hard I mean, job to do. You What's up? How you scared? You got the guns on the nigga. You got the drop on. Because the niggas nigga. got guns in the car too. Yeah, but it's a million niggas finna come kill this nigga. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I, I, I've rarely seen like a, a cop get killed, and there's not like a whole neighborhood suffers for it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it was like. They got us a little too much. You know what I mean? A little too much. I don't like, think they man. have the appropriate training, man. I don't, I don't think, I think they do. Like, I, think it, I don't think they have the appropriate training because the... I mean, I look at it like, how many years does it take for you to be a doctor or anything else? I think the same Hell thing should apply to being a police officer because you got to... You dealing with emotional intelligence. You dealing with people. You got a firearm. Mm -hmm. I think the amount of training that they're giving these police officers is not suiting them for what they got to do in the field. I think it's right. less than a hairdresser. They ain't ready. They scared because they ain't ready. They, you know, right. It's less than a hairdresser. I don't... I don't buy that bullshit. The cop's job is any harder. First of all, they get paid more than the rest of us. You make $100,000 a year if you're a cop. You right. know what I mean? So you get paid... Anybody who get paid more got a harder job. Deal with it. You don't have to have that job. You do something else. Like my, I have, I have family member, member that's cops. One of my best friends. I was actually a cop. At, I was actually best man at a cop's wedding two years ago. One of my best friends. Oh, this nigga's a snitch. Telling nigga. One of my best friends is a cop, but he's from India. So him being from India, he's a fly on the wall. So they they say shit around him that they would never say around the black folks at the cops. Right. And I'll never forget. After only one week on the police force, the first thing he said was. These motherfuckers can't stand black people. And he said the worst part about it is the Mexican cops and the Asian cops that be the worst. All they do is come back to the station and talk about Wait. how many niggas and heads they're going to crack. Wait, there's racism in the police department amongst police officers? Oh, oh hell yeah. Oh, oh hell yeah. Really? Hell, yeah, what? yeah. 
thought it was yeah. like no, but I seriously thought it was like the blue shield is what they protect us. Everybody's blue under that, but they if you're white behind. So that niggas picture. get discriminated on both sides of the shield. Yeah, thing? I never knew that. Look, I'm not even playing. I did. A, I did a report on my show back back in January, <laughs> and I and it was it's 27 internal gangs in the LA County Sheriff Department. Not one of them was black. So that's how that's how they get down. And then another thing, my boy told me he's like, you don't especially like the sheriffs. They work in the jails. You don't know who the people are your first year or two. But they said he said it about like 18 months on the job. You know clearly the difference between the gang members and the niggas that's out there just having a good time. Mm-hmm. Rookies don't, but after that first year, everybody know they play that they play that ignorance bullshit so they can keep fucking with us. They know. Right. Damn, that's some wild shit. That's man. fucked up. Yeah, I I, I I I knew that about the Spanish cats, man, because a lot of these Spanish cats, you know, they think they white boys when they come police officers. Right. They spike their hair up, they dye it with the blind. The tits. banditos, you know, they do all that goofy shit. They change up the way they talk. Let's get them. Yeah, I'm just for fucking. I don't like them either. Man, how they sunglasses look like this? Uh huh. Worst motherfucker is a nigga that love Kobe but hate niggas. <laughs> I'm so tired hey. of you putting your kids in Kobe, Shaq. Uh, LeBron James, D Wade yep. jerseys, but you hate niggas. You don't see niggas wearing soccer jerseys at all. Mm. Niggas is if not. If niggas ain't wearing A Rod jerseys. If it's fuck niggas, make it fuck niggas. Everybody. Stop playing like you, cause that. Stop playing like you like us. Stop loving mm-hmm. our culture but hating us. Yeah, it don't. Yeah. Cut that shit yeah. out. That's the problem. The jealousy is everything, man. Some of these hating ass motherfuckers take all these supplements, stay in the weight room every motherfucking day, and <laughs> still do not amount to nigga. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. It yep. still don't amount to niggas. So rather than just give us props to, rather than give props to everyday niggas that they could be friends with and build bonds with, they watch TV and cheer for us when we play professional sports. But everyday nigga ain't shit. Oh, they too busy telling their sisters fact. not to fuck with us. They worshiping them accomplishments. They gonna fuck with us. Though, yeah, I got. I love my Mexican brothers and sisters. I grew up with real Mexicans. Yeah, I love. I love everybody, even the ones that don't like me. But to the ones that don't like me, guess what? I got about fifty Latinas under my belt. Ah! <laughs> I didn't nutted in mouths, all ass, all that. I'm telling you, so if you hate me, right. I'm just letting you know I've been conquering, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I've been out there conquering. Hey, this nigga's all scandalous on nasty boys. I'm all scandalous. <laughs> I'm all scandalous on nasty boy status. But, but, Craig, you made a good point. That's what make it hard. Like, being an L.A. nigga, we, we hella cool with Mexicans. We all got some dope-ass, cool-ass Mexican friends. And that's partially why we know y'all bullshit, because our, our, the ones we cool would be the first ones telling us, like, hey, man, my brothers don't really fuck with you like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I was I was talking to one of my Mexican homies the other day, and he was just talking about how, like, he went to school, like, out there in uh out there, like uh, in the in the valley, not yeah. not valley, but you know, Alhambra, yeah, yeah, out yeah. that way. That's San Gabriel Valley. San Gabriel Valley. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's like, all they did at school was talk about. He's like, how racist he was. All they did was talk about black people. Didn't know about. Didn't know black people go to them schools. What well, the most niggers is niggers that yeah. niggers ain't go to the school. <laughs> I think motherfuckers is taking these ass whoopings we put on them in high school and oh, sports God. personal. Oh, absolutely. I just, absolutely. I think yeah. it is. Yeah, when yeah. Westchester go to Orange County and beat the best team in Orange County by 50, yeah. I think we become niggers after shit like that. Because <laughs> there's no other reason to hate us. If you're not rich, you a nigga. That's real right. shit. Hey, Craig, where's all them, all them passing leagues? When them niggas got, them niggas got into it after the passing league, fight niggas, you know what I'm saying? That shit, that shit. That shit comes comes back, you know what I mean? Like, 
They remember getting that ass whooped. Even like as as a young nigga, I remember like you know what I'm saying, like always being cocky playing sports, and they was always like, "Damn, you know what I'm saying? We can't. I want to hoop." Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But these hey, niggas right. out here, you know what I'm saying? Like, but you hey. gotta give it to us though. We do shit with so much finesse when yeah, we shoot with. Like when we killing niggas on the hoop court, we talking shit. You talking shit like whole ass nigga can't guard me. You too small. <laughs> too small. They gonna take a nigga girl, so you know. Oh, you hate <laughs> Yeah. She's like I hate this nigga. And they they tallest one get to about five five and a half. That's like, they, <laughs> you know. And, I mean, it just don't make no sense why some of y'all hate us. Now I can understand. In the gang culture, why certain people of the Spanish descent, if they down with those politics, why they don't fuck with us? I get that. That's gang culture. That's politics. That's completely than everyday. That's completely different than everyday working people like us and entertainers. Right. I'm not a gang member. Yeah. I don't yeah, expect yeah. a lot. I don't expect a Latino real gang banging ass Mexican dude to fuck with me because I understand the politics and I don't hold that against. I don't hold that against them. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? I get it. When you go into the pen and you go into prison, survival was the number one thing. So Absolutely. you gotta fall up under them politics. I'm not speaking on that. Yeah. But if you're the everyday Latino or white boy that's driving trucks or working at the mall or or, or driving a taxi yeah. or, or working for the city LA, of L.A. and you hate niggas, fuck you. Facts. You got no reason to hate me. We go through the same everyday struggles in life. No reason at all. Yeah. No reason. You know what I'm saying? I mean, Why is that, though? Why has that hate developed like that and so strong? It ain't just a dislike. Why is the hate so strong? I think it's more economic when we start looking at it because, like, they they tell you like it's it's, it's a war, not really like uh, like a fucking type of war, but they here now. You know what I'm saying? So they feel like like people had a stronghold and we had our time, and they feel like we. Your boy do- right here, I know you know this nigga. This he can't be from Cali. No, I don't know. DeWine, you need to school this nigga. <laughs> He's talking about, yeah, same struggles, nigga, in California, nigga. It, the, matter the, of fact, the, nationwide. The, well, I'm, I can only speak on Mexicans. I grew up around real diehard Mexicans. Yeah. Gang-banging-ass Mexicans. Yeah. And I know that, personally, their struggles are very similar. You know what I'm saying? I grew up in neighbor walking distance from real gang banging ass killer Mexicans, and they've been, they've been going to the pen, going to Youth Authority, getting caught selling cracks, shooting niggas, and doing all the shit that my relatives and stuff have been doing. It's been the same struggle. Now, do they get the same oppression from white supremacy on a broad basis that we do? No, they don't, because they can. Some of them can hide and act like they Caucasian. Right. Yeah, mm. it's like, and they run the labor class here in California. It's a fact. So, so if you're doing any type of hard labor in California, you know what I'm saying? A Latino is most likely going to be running the show. You know what I'm saying? Go ahead. Yeah, like, look, when, when we say same struggles, look, every American, the reason why racism continues to go on, because when you, when you go to a white household, a, a, a other households, people worry about the same thing, protecting their children, paying their bills on time. You know what I mean? Leveling up to a better neighborhood. No matter what neighborhood people live in, they want to get to a better one. Right. You know what I mean? So, and it's, when we all work for these corporations, that all pay us pennies. Now you mo- then white motherfuckers get two more pennies and us Mexicans get one more penny. Well we all should be getting a dollar. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so it, people keep fighting over that shit. But when it comes to the Mexican stuff, it's it's partially economic. Another part is this. When it comes to system of white supremacy, everybody understands one thing. You get closer to whiteness by shitting on blackness. Oh, right. That's how that's what mm-hmm. that's what the Italians did. That's what the that's what the Irish did. That's what the Greeks did. All these different people who are now ethnically white, when they weren't ethnically white 100 years ago, they got their white status by shitting on black people. They, the, America makes that shit very clear. 
And for a long time, we've allowed it because we be thinking these are our brothers. They tell us one thing and tell them something different. Right. Right. We just the first generation to be like, no, fuck y'all. So that's going to stop with us. Right. You know what I mean? Right. It's happening right now. I agree. I definitely agree. It's like, so we're, I'm down with the club. These niggas aren't shit. Yeah, right. no Let's all team up and talk about it. Yeah, we got, we got, we got a real <laughs> California jail culture is a lot of that shit, too, because a lot of, a lot of like, um, I know, it's like, it's, it's, it's Mexican cats that I know that I have, when I went to jail for, like, warrants and shit, these niggas, these niggas can't talk to me when I'm in the county. Right. I can grow right. up on the same block with them my whole life. The oh, but the location, say, oh, the location changed that up where you couldn't. Oh, yeah, the politics say that, uh, and it's, there's none of that cracking, you know what I'm saying? There's no, no, unless you, like, if you a Paisa, you know what I'm saying? Like, Paisas is the, you know what Paisas is, like, you know what I'm saying? The, right. From, straight from Mexico. But that's different than the other, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so different. they, we can talk to them and do politics with them, and if you want to give a nigga soup or something, you can't give it directly to him. Right. You give it to the Paisa, and he'll deliver it, or the Paisa give you something from him. And never know, that's how, that, but that's how deep they politics go. Right. There. You know what I'm saying? So every nigga know when he go to jail, a young Mexican cat know, give fuck how much you like YG, all that shit. That's yeah, cool. That's, yeah. All that wearing Jordan <laughs> and getting nigga lineups, it ain't happening in the pen. Get back on the Aztec shit in the pen, nigga. They're getting cuts with chicken bones, nigga. Don't come in here looking like John B, nigga. <laughs> I'm going to ask you, what you were saying, what's your affiliation like? Is it like, you with the Raza, you with the, you Bro, I, had, I had it super rough growing up, because I don't know if y'all know this, I'm mixed with Mexican. Like, I'm mm -hmm. mixed with about 25%, but wow. like the Mexican side of my family never fucked with us, and it was just always super hard yeah. to deal with that shit, because like my grandpa had like married my grandma, but like his family came up like, nah, nigga, that's... That's not happening. Like, like we really got like rejected by like my Mexican side of the family. But technically, I'm 25 percent Mexican, so like, you know a fucked up thing. I'm like, damn, I'm yeah. hated by something, but I am it at the same time. Yeah. You know why they do that? I don't know. <laughs> because in Mexico, all them motherfuckers go back two, three generations. Got an abuela. Uh -huh. Got a, got a black. Because Mexico is very Negritos. black. It's very, very, very black. Uh -huh. And in order to get a job in Mexico, that, that, that their color-coded system in Mexico is oh, real it's crazy. Real. They got right. 16 mulatto classifications. Yeah, like Craig. 16 mulatto classifications. Yeah, not just being Mexican and black, but okay, you're Mexican and black, yeah. Aboriginal. You're Mexican, like yep. any. They got 16 different classifications. Like, it's, of like he light skin, you ginger skin, nigga. It's be a difference between y'all yeah, two in Mexico. It's, a different type of light skin. it's like yeah, and be, 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 yeah, it's, it's a it's big sort of kind of Canelo. He'll be, you know what I'm saying? That's, that's yeah, like, okay. and y'all would be, a, we would be a different classification. Y'all would be in different classifications, even though y'all two golden motherfuckers. Damn. This nigga said, yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> talk like we was, yeah, uh, y'all look like, like we was Blanche. <laughs> <laughs> but, but like, but so they bring that shit here, and they all they all embarrassed by mm -hmm. by their black side because that's what they they come from. But you right. know what it is, ain't nobody. The worst gangster is a wannabe gangster. Right. The worst mm -hmm. white supremacist is a wannabe white supremacist, and that's mm -hmm. what these motherfuckers are by and large. Yeah. And we all know exceptions because we all down with some oh, cool ass Mexicans. That ain't about none of that shit. But I gotta speak for my black people as a whole because right. we in danger right now by what they, what the greater Mexican society is doing against us. Right. We gotta speak on that. Like Craig said, they control the they control the labor class. Well, we allowed them to take over the labor classification when we got sold on this American dream. Get an education, white picket fence, all these things that made us feel like we were above labor. Look. Some of these hard labor jobs, like truck driving and construct construction and plumbing and, and electric, you know, electrical work, that shit ain't really back back breaking work. Yeah. 
like yeah. niggas were brainwashed right, to yeah. think. And it right, pays. Right. Man, when I was driving a truck as a union driver, I was 38 an hour. Damn. Back then? 38 an hour, nigga. That's make, good make, money now. Make a, <laughs> make a, that nigga was in a Beverly Center. <laughs> 99, man. Make a four, yeah, 500 a day as a Teamster. Bro, that's good. Dump man, truck driver. Making right. making master degree, making PhD, damn near money, making a hundred grand a year driving a truck. Yeah, that's good. I didn't. This know nigga, that. I know it was that good. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> that nigga was so, in the neighborhood. So, but but you get it. But 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 what I'm saying is, you get a nigga taking penitentiary chances yeah. to make you know two or three thirty forty thousand dollar wops in a year. I may be a little bit a hot, but a little bit behind him as far as total for the year. He may pull in one fifty or something, two hundred hustle. But I ain't, man, I ain't taking no dividends. You ain't got his debt, right? Mm. That motherfucker, that motherfucker had to spend a hundred grand on that. You had to spend. You, so if you're a street nigga, you're risking yeah. your life. That's mm -hmm. the debt. Yeah. If you got all this education right. to make a hundred k, to make a hundred k through going to school, you probably got to get in hundred fifty k worth of debt. Yeah. Street niggas, yeah. you could do the same thing in the stock market. With that bread, you know what I'm saying? You want to make that fifty thousand? You know what I'm saying? You can you want to put that hundred thousand in and make fifty thousand real quick? With the hundred thousand, you can do that easily, and without having to, you know what I'm saying? Them federal charges ain't no joke. Them niggas is sitting you down yeah. for a long yeah. time, bro. And they know, nigga. And don't, and I don't want to hear no. Oh, why niggas ain't come, nigga? You are in jail, nigga. Talk and, to and it. Craig, <laughs> juicy. And Craig ain't bullshit, man. I remember what we say. Uh, Craig used to come by playing PlayStation. This nigga will come by in the eighteen wheeler yeah. in Wrangler. Let me tell you that. But let me tell you something though. But let me tell y'all in the world out there something, right? If you own a truck and you get loads on a union job, you making fifteen hundred to two thousand a day. God damn, they drive a truck. Yeah, yeah. If you own a truck, nigga, if you own a dump truck and you dumping concrete and asphalt on a fucking union job and you being contracted, you're making between fifteen hundred and two grand a day. You get like a hundred and twenty dollars an hour. You do ten hours, that's twelve hundred. You do thirteen, fourteen hours, you do the math. So when motherfuckers tell you that you need to go to college, no nigga, you need to own a business. Yeah, facts, facts. If I didn't love this, huh? If I didn't love this comedy shit, there's no way, you know what I mean? I, you know, I know what to do to get straight. And but even if you don't say or work a job or work a job while you're working on your gift. I worked right. at Ford when I was when I was in Michigan. I worked at Ford <laughs> on the assembly line, and then I was a team leader after a year. I was making thirty to an hour. I was making a good eighty to hundred grand a year based on overtime, blah blah blah. But while I'm while I was doing that, I was also working on my gift on the side. I was writing plays, I was doing stand up, mm -hmm. and then my pops told me, "You don't really leave your gig until your gift is paying what your gig is." <coughs> right. So do both, and I be people jumping in the comments. Everybody ain't meant to be a boss. Everybody ain't meant to own their own business. Blah blah blah. Okay, but you got a gift. Right. And you got a skill. You got a skill. So even if you want to use that, let's just say your gift is graphic design. Mm -hmm. And you work in a factory job making 25, 30 an hour. Okay, while you're doing that, start working on your graphic design gig. And maybe you leave that job and go work as a graphic designer for somebody else. It ain't about trying to be a boss for everything if that's not your key. If you can't do that. But at least work on your gifts, you can do something. Anything that you don't own, you just can't. You can't attach that shit to your ego. It can't be a part of your identity. Real You're talk. doing Real it talk. to get to a certain place. Right. Nigga, Don't there was it. times about four or five years ago where I would work 70 hours in a week mm. and day. be out doing stand-up. All day. 
Mm-hmm. They, don't, they don't get that. They don't get it. Tired as a motherfucker. Exhausted. Out there doing stand up on auto exhaust. Now, I'm not even want, not even not even wanting to be there, but the athlete in me knew I had to brainwash myself to get in order so when it was time to get to this place, in order to have the courage to make that move, I gotta have something to stand on. Yes, sir. But if you you know what I'm saying? So I I slowly it took me about seven years to go from being wow. an everyday working man to progressing to where I am now. You know what I'm saying? But I think yeah. the fucked up part of it is that the school system sets us up to be workers. And it, it just takes special yeah. shit to become your own boss. But they train us to be workers. Even when you're going to school, you're doing it all to get a job. It's not like oh, they're dang. teaching you do this to build a business. Yep. So how yeah. do we change Facts. that? Because if you come, you can't unlearn what you learn. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'll be having to break myself out of that now to just be like, don't make your own fucking content because I'm so fucking in the loop of I got to work from somebody because right. I was taught to work. And what it gave you know what me mean? is this. So now I step into this shit and now I'm doing shit and niggas don't really understand. They're like, you know, I'll be, you know, niggas don't really understand how, how, like, how are you doing? Why are you doing? I don't get it. You know what I'm saying? Like, how are you, how did you just create this, create that, create that? Well, maybe if I just do what this nigga does, I can do, no, you can't do the same. That was, that's, that's 12 years mm-hmm. of doing, so I know what to do. You got a work ethic now that's uncanny. Which a lot of comedians that I've mm. noticed that don't have that work ethic, Facts. they come here and think that if they sleep in their car for two years, that that's the work ethic that's gonna get you on. Right. <laughs> that's just uncomfortable. <laughs> but here's just uncomfortable and bad for your back. But here, here is even something different that niggas don't think about. Say you stumble up into some shit before you're ready or before you got the experience. Oh, yeah. how, what are you gonna say? How do you know? How do you know what to tell the niggas giving you the opportunity to? How do you know what to tell them to get them to take you serious? How do you know what not to say? Come on, man. You think because you think because you look like Charlie or you look like uh, Doughboy or or Dewan or or Duncan that you know what to say when you're in the right position? You think that you think that it's just numbers? It ain't just numbers, bro. It's a lot of shit. That goes into this, bro. You cannot, in this entertainment shit, you cannot skip putting the work in. That's a fact. Real that, talk. That's so what, what you, you said, said was keto because you said if you don't know what to say because I have, fa- I have found out the hard way that you can talk yourself into situations and out of situations. Right. So if you don't know what the fuck to say and you just say the wrong shit, you can fuck some shit up. So how do you train yourself right, to know what, you do. what not to say? You got what you do. Oh. You shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Hey, because what you're saying is, I've been in that situation to where I thought I knew too much. Mm. So I'm talking to niggas that's on this level, and I'm talking to them like, nah, nigga, you on that level, but this is how you get to this level. But I'm right here. (laughs) So it's like like Drake said, nigga, I want to quote a Drake, but he's like, if he writing my hits, why he can't write nothing for him? Mm. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) If he that good, he's writing all these hits, and we're making billions of dollars. He should be making. He should be doing this shit himself. So it's like you have to. If you're not willing, like you could, like you say, if you're not willing, this nigga said he what? You say eight, what ten, seventy hours? Seven hour eight weeks? years, nigga work seventy hours a week, minimum fifty hours, nigga. Nigga, doing niggas don't even want to talk they, to their kids after they get off work. Nigga, <laughs> <laughs> niggas ain't checking homework, nothing. Right. But it's like he he went in and put it something into a craft that he might not have been making the most money off of at that point. But that shit, he like, look, this this work I'm putting in going to amount to something. Yeah. That takes dedication. A lot of niggas mm. know that. They know they need to do that, but... They think they're better than the work. Absolutely. They think, they think it'll just happen. Niggas think they're better than the work. Niggas think if they if they jump on Charlie Coattail, that Charlie would take him to a movie set when he book a movie and the director going to see them like, 
No, no right, move aside, right, Charlie. Right, right. Who's that you brought? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who's this guy? Who's this guy? I mean, we know you've been studying lions, but who's right. that guy? Yeah, yeah, no, that's yeah. facts. You but know. life experience, I think, is just one of the greatest things you can have in a room. It's a fact. You know what I mean? And right. I think that's kind of why, I mean, Craig attracts that. He attracts the people that have just amazing life experiences. When I talk to these niggas, I'm like, I'm learning more shit from y'all. Mm-hmm. Just shutting my mouth and listening. Yeah. But the reason that you attract what you are, he's a dude with just all these life experiences and shit. And I think that's more valuable in a room. Because yes. you get in a room with all these people, with all these, and y'all all got equal accomplishments, then what? Right. Exactly. Hey, and everybody bro, got... Hey. What, what kind of conversation are you going to be able to bring out? Right. What have you done? Exactly. Where you been? Oh, Sacramento. Oh, okay, wilding out. Yeah. Oh, shit. Because niggas, I feel like this, niggas always want to speed up the process, but you got to understand there's no shortcuts to any place worth going mm-hmm. to. And I learned that the hard way. Like, if you can't speed it up. You can't microwave it. You can't elevator it. Like, you got to just slow the fuck down and do the shit. Like, you can't right. speed and, it up. And on, on top of that, like, I'm going to go back on something you said about skills. I understand some, uh, owning a business is scary to a lot of people. But when you have a skill, you are your own business, even though you may be working a job. Mm-hmm. Because if it's a skill that's highly out there that people need, you have contract workers. You know what I mean? You got people who work on contract. You got like, you really got to find that thing in you that's 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 really fun. That Whatever it is that's really fun, it comes to you really easy. It's something down that field yeah. that you can get paid for doing. If, if you just yeah. dig in and find out. I'm going to give y'all three reasons I do music. I'm a producer. One, I fucking hate getting up at 5, 6 o'clock and having to go to do anything. <laughs> that it's not, like, directly benefiting me to the up. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, I actually put in the work. And second of all, I love fucking music. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, hold on. I'm going to go do what I'm, whatever I'm doing. You know what I'm saying? I was fucking UPSing, Ubering, everything. Anything you can do, get bread, nigga. Hustling on the side. Whatever I had to do, you know what I'm saying? But fuck that. If I put whatever I need to do into, I, I know niggas that's making a hundred thousand a track. Mm. And these niggas, ain't, and ain't no rap shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? Ain't no, ain't no nigga rapping over nothing. They just make that hundred thousand it, wherever it's going. Cause they got production deals. They got this, this, this. And I'm like, damn, nigga, you trash. <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm better than you musically. I know we listen to beats, and you like, nigga, you should be. The nigga that's making more than me is telling me you should be right. That's a, so that's like, why a tough am I doing what I'm doing, bro? You know what I'm saying? Like I had to, but it's like, nigga, you gonna this little change you getting is, is nigga got you eating how you want to eat, driving what you want to drive, or you got to be broke for a while, nigga, mm-hmm. and do what you love. Hey, right. done. Yes. Basically, what you're saying is, people get we people we, we allow, and this is I'm not preaching. This is all of us. We allow this little bullshit chump change we get paid every two weeks to buy off our future. Yeah. Yeah, we get, we buy we buy off our future two weeks at a time. Right. Don't let your day job steal your dreams. Because like going back to Craig, like when I when I when I started comedy, I had my, my my job. I managed five apartment buildings. Still played the drums. You know what I mean? I drove Uber on weekends because the job didn't pay shit. Right. If I didn't get a comedy gig, I drove Uber. And you still got to get on stage at least five nights a week. Right. If you're gonna be any good in comedy. Right. You know what I mean? But that but when you when you know that you have a goal, you you don't have time to be tired. Mm. You know what I mean? You don't. Have, you know, if you, you all you can say all you can say all the fuck you want about fat people, you dumb motherfuckers out there. But me and Doughboy was on that motherfucking grind. Come on, big as we day was, in, nigga. Day out. We day in day out, nigga. We, between us, eight hundred pounds, nigga. Work, <laughs> working goddamn Facts. sixteen dollars a day. That you is said a fact. Eight hundred pounds between. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, niggas gotta know, man. I think niggas gotta understand, like, this time is your most valuable asset. And that's just the thing niggas gotta know. Like, that's why people pay you for your time. Facts. That's why when you fuck up, they take it away from you. You know what I'm saying? Like, your time. Like, that's the. And, and motherfuckers think that we just have everybody's gonna make it to 100, get fat, and move to Miami. It don't work like that. Yeah. Niggas don't even know how much time they got and they just be pissing it off. Yeah. Get fat you and move to Miami. <laughs> that's a dope ass concept. For real, everybody think that's gonna happen, but nigga, you don't even know how much time is on that shit. So if niggas knew that's the most valuable thing that I have in this world, you would just take that shit more serious. Then the money and all that shit, fuck all that. What you doing with your fucking time? Hey, yeah. hey it's shameless plug to help y'all with that. My seminar is coming out. Come on now. May 2nd. Oh, I just finished writing my book. Like, I, I told you I finished writing my book, but I had to revise and re-edit it. Mm. Yeah. I had to reset it to the editor today. Nigga kept getting jelly stains on it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we got to send this back, man. I don't know goddamn jelly. I was in hot sauce on the motherfucker. Get it right, nigga. <laughs> but yeah, but, but, but the book is a short little. It's a short reader, only twenty five pages. But you know, I'm gonna have a, a, a seminar, and we also have a group to help motherfuckers find their talent. All the shit we talking, Charlie. I'm actually gonna help you niggas do it. No, I want to. No, I want to ask Dunk. Um, those producers that you said you was talking to that was making XYZ or more, like 100 grand a track, blah, blah, blah. What was, a, I mean, are you a dope producer as well? What do you think separates those ones? Because there, I know some people who make it. They, they're not even the dopest one that was in that specific <coughs> arena. Yeah. So what separates the two? Why was, that, why was dude making 100 a track compared to somebody else who wasn't? Well, was his music just better? No, his it's business sense was there. I mean, I, I, I had to stop doing it for the love of the music a long time ago. Because once I know that I love it, I don't have to keep proving that to niggas. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I start, am I doing this for to prove that I'm super hip-hop and, you know what I'm saying? Or, you know what I mean? Because I'm not making no money doing that. Mm-hmm. And the niggas that I'm doing it for ain't really paying attention to that. They just, when they say, oh, that nigga hip-hop. Mm-hmm. But that shit, that's no currency when you got kids, nigga. You know what I'm saying? That shit ain't, I can't call, nigga, you know what I'm saying, AT&T, like, look, these niggas think I'm hip-hop. Hmm. <laughs> I they say I'm hip hop. <laughs> they say I'm hip hop. <laughs> oh, I get it. But so I do. Like, I think, like I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say in the in the sense of like YouTube, the YouTube world. I know niggas that's like funny as hell on YouTube. Doughboy, Craig. Thank you. Niggas is hilarious. But then you see somebody with a platform that maybe have a million five hundred thousand subscribers, and I try to watch their content, and them niggas ain't funny. But to me, what I've seen is they mastered the process. Like, well, let me I'm going to release a video yeah. a day or three videos Absolutely. a week, and mm-hmm. they release them at the same time every day. Like, mm-hmm. they mastered the process. Their content may not be all that, but they know the process. So you got, you got different types of creators. I'm going to name some creators who match that, who I personally think are dope. You know what I'm saying? And they may not have the greatest talent. Or they may have a group, who knows? Yeah. But but they mastered their process. Jade mastered yes. his process. Big job was yes. Yes. Fire. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Fire. Tony Baker mastered yes. his process. Mm-hmm. Tut Weezy yes. mastered his process. Kevin on stage mastered his process. Um um shit. Daphnique Springs Absolutely. Master master her process. It's not really about when you a creator, it's not really about what you like. Mm-hmm. Per se, when it comes to judging the articulation of art that other people put out, it ain't what it ain't about what you like. It's about what they like. Fact. You judge people based on what they're trying to get accomplished. You can't judge me and Kevin on stage and Tut Weezy in the same light. Right. We all got a different brand. Right. I'm a blue collar 
everyday work nigga I've worked on job sites where the bosses say fuck you and you say fuck you back to the boss and you still have a job <laughs> go get a bill afterwards hey straight union shit right this nigga hold on this nigga Craig once got his goddamn brake lines cut this is a real ass motherfucker trying to kill me on the job so I've been through some real shit bro I want I work with hazardous materials explosives like the type of jobs that I've had are jobs that you can die from doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So my blue collar attitude is not because I think I'm tough right. mm-hmm. or none of that. I've lived, the jobs that I've had or have been jobs you can die from. So mm-hmm. I'm not. I, I don't have the same fear. I have fear of things, mm-hmm. but I don't have the same fear that other people have in situations. Right. Right. When when it comes to my money in my mind. It doesn't click to be proper and respectful and not to curse and care what people think when it comes to getting money because I've made tons of money doing it my way. Yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. that I think I'm this hell of a nigga, but that's just what I, the cloth I'm cut from. Results. Nigga, I remember I had a game. I scored 38 points in seventh grade. You know what I'm saying? Pops was drunk. <laughs> right? <laughs> Motherfuckers was bigging me up in the in the uh, oh this nigga's gonna be he going to the NBA. This motherfucker got game. My dad said, nigga, my son ain't shit. Y'all better stop saying it to my son. Fuck y'all. <laughs> the nigga need to work on his game. He ain't shit. <laughs> <laughs> this is in front of parents, kids, and everything. That's real though. Nigga, I remember after a, a football game, nigga, I, uh you know what I'm saying? I was running like a bitch. I was trying to be like Barry Sanders and juke niggas and shit. I think I was about eleven. Mm-hmm. Trying to juke niggas and be fancy. You know what I'm saying? We do the team huddle after the practice. I'm walking I'm walking to the car. My dad is waiting like, nigga, you play like a bitch, nigga. <laughs> that's the cloth that's the cloth I'm cut from, my nigga. It just made me not fear nobody, cause my dad loved me more than anybody on this planet. But the nigga is gonna give it to me straight. Yeah, I better made you run harder. So yeah, hell yeah. I was trying nigga, I was running like Natron Means the rest of the year. So when I get around certain people, certain personality types where I can tell they've been coddled by their mothers. Oh my god. You know, it's a lot of grown ass niggas who've been coddled by their mothers who haven't been forced to deal with the reality. See, the difference between me and a lot of niggas, and I you can all tell your story. When I was 20, nigga, my dad had a stroke. And couldn't take care of the family no more. Nigga, mm. guess whose turn it was to take care of the family? Okay. Mm. So I, ain't, I, I, nigga, I didn't, I, I, ain't, I haven't known being coddled in my adulthood where motherfuckers, when motherfuckers give me compliments, I've been pops raised me on some, on so weird that when motherfuckers compliment me too much, I start looking at them different. Like nigga, why Man, you keep complimenting? Yeah. Me, <laughs> You're looking out, Daryl. We appreciate you, fifty bones, my nigga. My pops was the same way, up and down. I remember when I need, I wanted some hoop shoes. I wanted some shoes for the hoop team, eighth grade. And I just, you know, I thought he was gonna be excited that I made the squad and I was da 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 da. He was like, I said, man, I need some new shoes. Oh yeah, what you telling me for? I said, I need some new shoes, pop for the game. You go out there and paint the garage. You cut the grass in the back. I'm gonna take you to your granny's house. You gonna cut that grass and then I'll get you the shoes. Everything was attached to some type of work. He wasn't just giving me shit. Hell no. Yeah, like, no. <laughs> like for me, mine was a little different because, like, my parents, like, I, I grew up in a very super nurtured environment. My parents took care of me like a motherfucker. Mm-hmm. But they also taught me the value of a dollar really young. They didn't make a whole lot of money. I would see my cousins 
The Satan Projects, they always had better Christmas gifts than us. I wanted the goddamn Power Wheels, goddamn it, but I couldn't get one. I never had a pair of Jordans. I couldn't get the Reebok Pumps. My parents always tell me how much the shit cost. They right. show me how much they made. And But they were like, but we got your ass a house. We're like, we not in an apartment. Yeah. And so they, they were like, you, we can move back in an apartment. You can get them Jordans. Or you can keep this house and keep digging holes in the backyard. Because mm-hmm. we own this motherfucker and don't rent it. So my parents taught me that work ethic really young. And they didn't, they, they, I always had enough. But said, I always wanted a whole lot. Nigga said, y'all ate well. <laughs> yeah, we did it. Yeah, just like I ate your mama well last nah. night. Oh, oh, get him, Dewan. Like the smash video, the motherfucker. Like. Smash. smash like. the like. Stop smash being selfish. We know y'all like. high because it's 420. Yeah, I'm high as shit. Push the like button, you bird. Nigga. <laughs> but my parents, but like, I always bird. wanted more. I always wanted more. And I've always just had that in me to get more. So I would always get out there and I would wash cars cut grass, do whatever I could do throughout the week. Because a nigga needed a new bike every two every two years. Yeah. You know what I mean? I wanted that new bike. I, I always had that thing in me. I, I don't know where it came from. Because it's not like my, my parents ain't yeah. really like that. Right. The shit just came. We grew up the same. It's, I didn't have it like so that. We never though. had a house in California. We had one in Detroit, but we never had one in California. This type of nigga my dad is. He can't even watch Game of Thrones. <laughs> He get through two cents. It's, it's gays in the mother. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Me gays in the mother. Was that two niggas kissing? Oh, I can't watch it. Gays in the motherfucker. Is this gay? I just saw two niggas kissing. I can't watch it. Is this the game of asses? It's gays all through this motherfucker. The game of asses is what they need to call Oh shit! Now I had a fucked up situation. I want to tell the story about shoes when I was in high school. So I super wanted them Grand Hills. Remember the white ones? With Man, the blue? them was a shit, boy. And this is this is story that changed right my now. life. So they gave me the joints for Christmas, right? So they gave me the joints for Christmas. And then Saturday night came, and like my dad and everybody they went, and they like ate out. They didn't give me none for whatever reason, because I guess I didn't wake up to get the order. So I'm like, yo, I didn't get no no food. He's like, hey, well, you know, that's yeah. on you. So I'm like, well, I want some McDonald's. He was like, well, nigga, you want the shoes so bad? Go eat the shoes. And I'm like, but I want some McDonald's. She was like, here, nigga, here's the receipt. If you want it that bad, take it back. So I took the shoes back. I spent $20 at McDonald's. But the fucked up part about it is the fact that I had to choose over the shoes. Mm. <laughs> and it pissed yeah. me off. Oh, like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> like, nigga, you spent $20 at McDonald's that was yeah, the only one that ordered a family meal. Was ninety one? What year was it? No, it was like ninety six. It was ninety six. Nigga, that's nigga. That nigga spent a hundred dollars in today's money. That meal was three ninety nine. But I wanted it so bad. That nigga ain't got nine bitch niggas here. This nigga said, "Give me a six for six twenties, nigga." But I could get it without giving up the shoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I should have just been able to have both. Nah, nigga. <laughs> yeah, it's just okay, like decision. Like my parents, like my, my when I was struggling with math, you know, when, uh, when I was a kid, my mom was just a realist. Well, she had me add the bills up, and like that's how I really got good at math. My mom would say, "This is how much I make. This is how much our bills are." Oh, that's dope. And and so that, my mom was oh, really good at the bills. The bills. And then the so bills I no. How old were you? How old were you at the I time? was ten. You was ten knowing about bills. I was ten. My mom said, "Look, this one did because because I, I was really mad because all my cousins who stayed in the projects whose parents stayed home. I was like they mama. I was like auntie get to stay home all day and their kids got and they got better toys than I got. Damn. I was mad because because Christmas we got two toys. You, you was noticing shit early. I'm noticing <laughs> shit. I'm like hold on. <laughs> All my cousins, all my cousins, they they mommy ain't got to work. And how old was y'all when y'all start noticing shit? Like, hold on, dad. What are you fucking doing? 10 or 11. 10 or 11. Because I left, me and my dad are cool. 
I've always been so cool with my dad. I'm like, daddy got to go to work every goddamn day. They daddy get to stay home, and they got they got the Jordans. Y'all said I can't afford them. I thought my mama was lying that we was poor. I thought I went through her purse a couple <laughs> times. She was lying. This bitch lying like a motherfucker. I went to go to sleep. I go through her purse. Ain't nothing in the motherfucker. <laughs> You never thought your parents was lying about not having bread? Hell like, yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. That's, that, that's what mom was yeah. doing in the building. I saw how much money they had over after each paycheck. I was like, this all y'all working with? And then that let me know right there. At 10, this all y'all working with? Hey, Craig. This all y'all working with? You know what I put it next to? What? I knew how much... <laughs> I knew how much a Sega Genesis cost and a bike. I knew how much that Huffy Sonic Six cost, and I knew how much a Sega Genesis cost. And like, Sega was what one fifty back then. The, that, the Sega was like two hundred back then. So what I, I'm thinking, Mama got enough. I'm thinking, Mama got enough money to buy me fifteen Genesis every time she get paid. Then I saw what she had left. I'm like. I can only get a half a Genesis or whatever. You know what I mean? Man, so, but parents, that gave me perspective. My parents damn near went broke just to save my life, man. Cause I remember when I when I got on can when I got cancer and then got on chemo, the insurance only covered like twenty percent of what the mm, chemo cost. Out of the eighty, and I didn't know it at the time. I remember I, I gave them some kind of. I complained about something while I was on chemo. I said I went to a whole little fit, and my mama pulled the bills out. Like, look, let me show you something. Look how much we pay. Look how much the insurance covered. Man. I was in an ungrateful whole ass moment at the time because I was dealing with Kim. I was mad because I couldn't hope no more. Do other. She said, "Look, look how much I'm paying." <laughs> you said, "Hold down so I was hungry. You said, "What?" You said, "I was ungrateful." I was an ungrateful whole ass nigga at the time. Like, oh, Johnny. I was. Shit, but I, was, I was being a whole ass nigga. Nigga, you had yeah. <laughs> this how much we paying to keep this how much we, your, the insurance cost. This so how man, much you, we paying. I'm we like, can say yeah. this. We can just <laughs> let your ass die. Nigga. And when my dad had the stroke, when my dad had the stroke, he had everybody in his room, the nurses, the doctors, and shit. And he was itemizing his bill, nigga. He was like, "You motherfuckers gonna charge me one hundred twenty dollars for a pillow? <laughs> a pillow." He was giving it to the doctors over what they was charging them on the bill. You know, that's fucked up when people get sick and they take advantage of us. It is. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? By charging us hella money. Yeah. And hood hospitals be more expensive than house, uh, hospitals in the in the suburbs. Talk about Killer King. Oh, Man. Killer King was a motherfucker. <laughs> Killer King was a bitch. They put yeah. Sherm in your IV at Killer King. <laughs> I remember I was at I was at Killer King one time because that's where I started my my career working with kids. I was tutoring down there at Killer King, and some people that came in they're like I heard my son just got shot. And they're at the oh, lobby like no. where do I go? Hey, look, I and lay the lobby was like nigga I don't know. I was fifteen like what? Don't look around. <laughs> what you say? No, I was gonna say I gotta. I got a stalker on here, Lisa Ann Hathaway. I got to call her out. She be stalking my channel and this, watching all that I'm doing and then hating on my shit. Bitch, get off the bus. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh. 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 your real email and address, oh. bitch. Oh. Oh. I call you out. That's okay. what you been wanting. Yeah, I'm drunk and hating on my shit and watching everything I'm doing. It's probably some bitch I smacked, you dirty ass. Oh. Y'all heard about the woman who, in Atlanta. <laughs> Oh, what happened? The woman in Atlanta was at the mall. Them high as a motherfucker. The woman in Atlanta was at the mall with her boyfriend, and a nigga tried to holler at her. Mm. Oh, I heard about that in shit. And, yeah. In Atlanta. 
She shut him down, and the dude that tried to holler shot her. Shot in the mall. In the mall. That's some bitch ass. That's shit just right man, there, niggas man. are fucking. Man. Was that the boyfriend's fault? Yeah. No, how was it the boyfriend's fault? The boyfriend tried to intervene, didn't he? Uh, did he? He did. He tried to like get, and they was like getting on, it. and they tried to like walk a different way away from the situation, and they like came back, circled him, and, and shot at him. Like, but the dude was trying to protect her. He was like, "Hey, man, leave her." It was because like, I guess they were like catcalling her, like you know, just saying some shit that was disrespectful. And they both was like, "Hey, can you stop? Can you leave us alone?" And then they like followed them and then shot the girl. You so said fucking who, who, terrible. You said what? Is it the boyfriend's fault? No, I think it is. No, how? Because keep it pushing. They kept it no, pushing. he was trying to keep it pushing. They were trying to walk away from the situation, but he was walking. But he was walking. trying to stand up for his lady. So if you walking, oh, so if you walking yeah. with your, if you walking with, stand up to words. No, because niggas is being dis. So if that you work. walking with your lady, hold on. If you walking with your lady yeah. and a nigga come up like, hey, what's up, bitch? Well, let me holler. And you gonna just be like, hey, just let's keep walking. Did, did he say what's up, bitch? They was being disrespectful to them. And so they is multiple, said, is multiple people been disrespectful to one. Yeah, no, no. They, the dude was being disrespectful to the girl okay. because saying oh, shit that she didn't want him to say to her and dude was like hey could you leave us alone dude kept pushing the issue and then followed them and shot the girl should he have stepped in front of the bullet no you ain't that ain't nobody that fast this nigga ain't Leroy from the last dragon nigga <laughs> catch his bullet oh, you say he's supposed to get shot hold on oh. Oh. Hey, look Craig oh. I only say it's, it's, if it's his fault hey is Georgia an open carry state like can you carry in, in Georgia that's what I'm from, that's what I'm if you can carry in Georgia you should always have that thing on man, I, man no, I don't want to have a gun what, what if you time? get mad so this is what I'm saying though boy see how you feel what, what if you get mad so right. at this point somebody getting at your girl foul mm -hmm. These niggas is extra. Right. You don't want to let it go. Right. What, what? What? The only level you can go to is hey, nigga was happy, right? Right. I feel that. I'm, mm -hmm. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying that you shouldn't do that. I'm just saying these niggas pull out the burner now. Now it's, it's not. No, no, no. Hold on. Okay. You didn't put your girl in a situation to where niggas finna shoot her now. I'm saying because your pride got in the way. Okay. So no, no, so let me respond. So but you're not ready for. I mean, you ready for all oh, this get down? But if a nigga ready to take it there, there, you're not ready yeah. to take it. But brother, at the, you can't. You at can't the, okay, and I hear what you. I, I understand what you're saying. You but at the end there. of the day, as men, you got your woman with you. My responsibility is to protect my woman. So if yeah. I'm out with my woman, whatever comes with whatever comes, we just gonna have to deal with it when it happens. But no, I'm not looking for trouble. I'm yeah. not trying to be a fucking asshole. But no, you're not gonna disrespect my woman in front of me because it's gonna have to escalate and whatever's gonna need to happen. I just hate that the woman got shot. That's what I'm saying. That sucker shit. You ain't I'm gonna respect you more. That's, that's, she didn't that's, shit. That's why she told you was no. What she said was no. What we don't know, what we don't know at all, we don't know all the details is what I'm trying to say. If I'm with a woman, Woman, you know what I'm saying? So who knows? Let's just say there's other details we don't know. What if the bitch was niggas being loud? I'm, I'm capping. Hey, first of all, niggas wouldn't even say nothing to a bitch I was with. Let's talk about Facts. that. I'm the type of nigga you would talk to a bitch I'm talking to. Facts. So My behavior okay, is so, so, so let's take it there. So let's just say there is someone that says, I'm going to try it today. Yeah. So you're walking with your woman, yeah. minding your own business, not doing shit, chilling. Yeah. Nigga roll up like, hey, hey, my nigga, watch out. You her little brother. Hey, what up, bitch? 
what never going to happen. But you know if what it's for, for argument's sakes, what are you going to okay. do? Hey, hey, at least on my part. Hey, little man. Hey, what up, bitch? What well, you going to do? You know do? what would eliminate yeah. all that? But if it happens just for Hold the on. sake of the conversation. What eliminates her getting shot is as soon as he say that, I'm in his shit immediately. Right, but you're protecting the woman, right? Well, I'm hitting that nigga. They okay. Don't talk you but these gun. niggas got guns and they don't even want to fight, so that's soft to me, too. I feel that. Like, at least if you're going to be tough, I get down then. Why you got a pistol? You're arguing, you're arguing the facts are what they are. These niggas had guns. Right. So, you know what I'm saying? I didn't be in a situation where I didn't want to fight niggas was disrespectful and niggas pull out the burner. Now, I'm going to be tough guy. No, I'm not like, saying that. You got it, my nigga. Right, no, I'm you saying You always got it if you got a burner. <laughs> you you got, it. got it. No, it's, it's on you, big dog. It's tough guy shit. It's right. on you. It ain't no tough guy shit. Right. It's just, I'm, not, I'm not encouraging a nigga to try to engage yeah, a nigga with I'm a gun. But from what the what the news reports, they were trying to walk away. I don't believe and that. Say, but that's it, what they told Okay, but that's what the news says, that they were trying to walk away. Dude was being aggressive to them. So in that case, I just think it's just some sucking shit to pull I'm out a gun. And, she, and nigga, if she said no, just take the no. Yeah, I, I, What's so wrong with a no? We agree with all that. Okay. We, we on the same page with that. What I'm right. saying is when yeah. it goes there, there's certain niggas that's willing to go there. Right. So if you're not willing to go there, then shut up. Shut yeah. the fuck yeah. up. Yeah. That's always an option. Yeah. <laughs> that's always an option, my niggas. A, like, a lot of shit can be eliminated, eliminated with the right commentary based on right. how you meet that situation. A soft, here's a proverb. A soft answer turns away wrath. Right. It does. You come to me with all that aggression. Commentary about later. So first, I'm gonna try to be diplomatic. Hey man, we not really. Right. I, I've never had a situation like that happen to me. Me neither. I can't imagine it. But I'm saying if it did, man, look, we not even really about that. Blah blah blah. Man, he right. continues to escalate. I think you know a way to talk. I know niggas is walking around man. with pistols that man. still talk their way out of situations. Because that's the last thing they want to do I is bust their gun. Take pistols out, put them down, and fight niggas. Right. So I mean, if you ain't that type of nigga, you're a coward. Yeah. Right? Uh, is a woman you're not married to worth dying for? No. Ooh. No. <laughs> Ooh. Now that's a deeper question. Ugh. You got kids? See, my mama's up. Like, nah, yeah, just but... the situation. Just brought in the mall. Just the nah. same situation. If mother or something, yeah, uh, just a broad I'm smashing and we cool. I'm gonna tell her shut up, let's roll. Really, let's go. Period. Like niggas is tripping. If I want to, if we gonna go there, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna tough guy in front of her unless I'm willing to take there. And it, and if she ain't got no burner or nothing, was she finna be a witness? But I don't think that that's what anyone's arguing. I'm just saying, in the event that you're with a woman yeah. and danger comes to her life. Do you put your life on the line to no. protect hers? Unless she might, that's what I said. Is that she a, a I think instincts with me, member? I probably would. I, I think I think my instincts, I think it would probably be that I probably if I thought about it, I'd be like, eh. But in the moment, I'm gonna just be like, I would probably I don't know what instinctually I do. do it. I don't know. I never any of y'all, y'all ever beat a nigga ass in front of your girl? Yeah. Nah. That what was the what was the scenario? Me tripping. <laughs> I needed to calm down. I, I was at the movies at the Ontario, uh, where the Ontario Improv is, and I was in, Ontario I, Mills. I was in the bathroom, and it was this real big black dude. Man, he probably was like six six. Oof. He was with two smaller Mexican dudes, and he was trying to. The little Mexican dudes was like kind of black acting. Mm-hmm. And they was trying to act tough because it was with the big black dude. Mm-hmm. So I'm in the bathroom washing my hands. I turn around. I bumped a little Mexican dude on accident. And I said, hey, man, I'm sorry, bro. I didn't even see you. Just watch, how we're, watch where you're going next time, homie. Okay. Oh, damn. Tough guy. I said, excuse me? <laughs> <laughs> no, nigga. <laughs> 
He said, he said, and he hit me with, watch, you know what I mean? So I see the black dude standing outside the bathroom, and I kind of notice the situation. Now you think, and I say, you think because you with this nigga that it's going to stop what's going to happen to you? <laughs> I just picked that nigga up by his neck and slapped him. <laughs> and the nigga, and the nigga, and the nigga, when I said, what's happening? And the nigga kind of like, nah, I saw good, and he grabbed his home. <laughs> he kept it respectable. <laughs> yeah. But my girl was standing in the hallway, so she couldn't physically see the fight. Uh -huh. she, she heard everything and saw the aftermath of me coming out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> what and did the nigga do after he got took got out to by his home? When we got to the front of the improv, we walk into the car, and here come the black dude and the two Mexican dudes. And the Mexican dudes say, hey, there, there, you know, what's up, dog? What happened? And I turn around, and he just kind of like, and the black dude like, man, look, man, don't, you know, it's all good, man. <laughs> And I kept telling him I don't want to fuck This was a big ass nigga I kept saying Man I'm not trying to fight you My nigga But I ain't no bitch My nigga He a man He can handle his own business Bro you, he's disrespectful You know what's cool You know what's fun for me to see It's fun for me to see That Craig got his Benny On the back of his head And it still ain't reaching His hairline <laughs> Come on, oh, you come, I got a hairline. I ain't got no. Come on home, Craig. You, you, a few millimeters away. You're a few millimeters away, nigga. I got a nickel left, man. You got a whole decade. Nah, I ain't got a decade. Yeah, I got a nickel. I'm gonna be alright. Craig got to 2027. Oh, that's cold blooded. But okay, so a woman that you're not married to is not worth dying on. If you take a bullet for a woman. Does she owe you? Oh, you owe me for life. Everything. You owe me for life. If I need if a kid. If I take that bullet and I make it, nigga, I, give me everything I want. Man, if, I need I a kid, if, if I need a kidney in 50 years, bitch, lay on yeah. that table. Yeah. When that, who, who, what comedian was that that got a kidney from his wife oh, and then they Lopez. broke up? And then they broke up and he kept the kidney? Yeah, Fuck George that. Lopez, he done that. He the kidney back. Fuck that. He, oh. got, <laughs> he got his kidney and bounced. Give my shit back. For real? <laughs> he stole that kidney like he was still in jokes. Allegedly. 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 I think she owed me. That's you know what I'm saying? I take shit. a bullet for you. I feel like if I take a bullet for a woman, she should allow me to beat her ass in public for a year. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, uh, I should uh, be able to get away uh, with knocking you out. Once a year, yeah, just, just wake you up. You know what I'm saying? I just I get the whole day. I get back to just out. work. I yeah. just get to work all day. Hold on, bitch. Pick up your molar. Well, you knock out a back tooth hitting the bitch. Pick up your really, molar? You really dug in. <laughs> you really put everything <laughs> you had. You knock out the back tooth. I didn't loosen the bitch tongue up. I dug it. Wow, nigga. No, I'm playing. I'm playing, man. No, I'm playing. I'm not, I can't I'm say bitch no more. I'm not for violence. I'm just playing. I'm just... If I take a bullet for a woman, I mean, we got to have a real serious sit-down conversation. Like, man, I, I mean, I don't know. I don't think... Would y'all take the bullet emotionally, for her? I think uh -huh. it'd be emotional debt as opposed to what she owed me. If he should take the bullet. He should have took the bullet for if he was popping shit and started the niggas to want to pull a gun. But y'all didn't answer, though. But would y'all take the bullet for the woman? No. No. If she's not your wife? No. If I'm look, first of all, let me tell you. But you're in a relationship with her, and it's serious. Serious, a woman I'm serious with would a woman I'm serious with would not put me in that situation. Yeah, she just walk away. That's how but, I feel. But in this situation, from what from what is being projected in the news, it wasn't anything she did. It was this guy giving some unwanted advances, and they were like, "Can you please stop?" That and didn't he make said, sense. "No." The one be lying like a motherfucker like too. Like though. It's hard. Man. That's too. That's too I know what you said. I'm giving a hundred. I just here. can't imagine no bitch it's doing some, that to me. But the, but there are some ignorant, reckless niggas with pistols that'll try you just for nothing. Like, hey, nigga, shut up, fuck that bitch. I've I've seen niggas like this, bro. 
Okay. I, I don't think this happened like that. When it make it to the no, I feel like it's some bullshit. I feel like either she's protecting her man exactly. who was in some type of trouble. Maybe he has two strikes, and if he gets in trouble again, he's a rap. You know what I'm saying? It's something more to the story because most of these niggas that got guns and shoot niggas understand how hard it is to get bullets. And most <laughs> niggas is not going to waste bullets on a nigga that's not an enemy or a situation that is not deadly. So bullets are a bitch maybe right maybe now. a kid maybe a little kid 15 16 year old to be out there just popping for no reason but you know i can see it happening but i just can't imagine a nigga who's that bold to be shooting in a mall to just be shooting at a motherfucker for no reason but okay but i that might i hear what you're saying on that but i have heard from a lot of women saying that they've dealt with niggas that have got at them and are super aggressive if they say no how tall is a nigga Right. Or just if they buy they stuff, I'm just saying, like, so I'm saying, like, yeah, maybe it's not as serious as a nigga shooting a chick, but I am saying that the women are saying that when niggas is hollering, they say, no, they like, bitch, but what? Like, like, it's like, it's not just like they're like, oh, okay. So it is getting a little bit more escalated than it was back in the day. Yo, yeah. Pills, man. Yeah, pills, pills. wild. But that charge of shooting in a mall or shooting right. in a school that, that with kids extreme. around. Niggas ain't gonna risk that. That's life imprisonment shit That's right there. You get if y'all you ain't gotta hit nobody. If you shooting in a mall or a public place where children can be, they gonna watch you. Yeah, so you why would a nigga risk a washing unless he's high on pills, or right. unless the boyfriend was a real enemy type nigga that probably shot mm -hmm. him right. or killed somebody he knew, and the bitch was just a scapegoat. I'm gonna set it off. I'm gonna set it off. Act like I'm hollering <laughs> at the bitch because a lot of times so niggas. Oh, be, you know the funny part about it is. The news, are, some of that can definitely happen. The news will know it, and they'll still report it as some bullshit. They're saying that the shooting was on the street, though, so it wasn't in the mall. So okay. it was on the street. It wasn't in the mall. Because I remember when L.A. had that whole 100 days and 100 night thing. Right. It was somebody I know got shot in that thing. But he got shot because he was fucking with somebody's gal. He, he got, came out of the house, and homie came up, and he done my bitch house and shot him. But when the news reported it, right. it was part of a whole gang thing that was happening in LA that was that was meant to kill everybody. Like I do think niggas, niggas shoot way niggas do shoot way sooner these days than they did Facts. back in the day. It's at least back in the day you would get like a fight, maybe and they get poked. But it, you know, it was, niggas wasn't shooting that. Like niggas go to guns really quickly. It's like there's no other alternative to fix this disagreement. We just well, gotta shoot it out. I'm gonna be honest with you. That's how it was in the '80s, though. I'm gonna be honest. With niggas you. Are getting socked out in the late. But I'm gonna be honest with you, though, boy. Huh? You got to have a gun. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Uh, if, if, you, if, too, if you're in a state where you can carry, see, I don't yeah, that want thing one. No, I don't want to yeah. believe that. But you, but you have to. Because nigga, but we're emotional beings. Like I don't want to be in a situation if I'm super upset. And then have access to a gun, throw away my life, maybe hurt somebody else. That's when if I didn't though, have bro. it, but that's what I'm saying though, if I didn't have it, it wouldn't even be an option. I'ma just have to deal no, with the anger and what I got. I got these. But if I know I got a gun and if I'm mad as fuck and I feel like you a threat, maybe I'm not thinking oh, right and then there's somebody no, that's gonna happen. But why ha why but these don't mean shit when the other niggas got, got guns. And that's the fucked up. I'm asking a question, I'm asking because you yeah. said these niggas that pulled guns with some bitch ass niggas. So right. don't you think you'd be being a bitch ass nigga if you did that? So right. why don't you fight the bitch ass nigga? That you said niggas was for uh -huh. doing shit like that, and you know I'm do. all about just going. To, if if it's a problem and niggas gotta have a fade, do that. I'm in agreement with that. Oh, I just man. hate the fact that niggas just like. Why is there even need for pistols I'm on, like this? I'm only fading oh, with yeah. niggas I respect. Yeah, really. Yeah. 
I'm not. I'll, oh, I'll fight nigga, you. I'll fight Charlie. I'll fight you, nigga. No I'll fairness. fight. I'll nah, fight no Brandon. Fairness. I'll fight those. I'll fight some of the niggas nah. I grew up with because I love and respect them. Right. But I'm not fighting niggas I don't know no because it's too. The yes. probabilities are too high, and they may take that it there you with may you. take my life. Right. right. I can't trust another man like that that has no love for me. With a squabble. Right. All my oh, soldiers I can't. Yeah, all my soldiers I'm telling home. you, I we could drive here and leave here. I could take y'all right now to a spot, one of the streets I grew up on. One of the, If it's 10 niggas, nine of them got a gun. Damn. Oh, yeah. And these ain't niggas that's out there just, they, they're not trying to be hard and tough. It's for self-preservation. It's because they understand, man, it's niggas out. If, bro, I'm telling you, it'll fuck you up. And, and like, damn, man, on top of the niggas... The whole George Ford thing happened. You got these white boys rolling around with guns right now. See, and that's, every time, every time something good happened for black people, you got honkies nationwide that want to get retribution, right. and they go, they go right to where they know niggas ain't got no guns. That's why they all shoot up churches and shit and shit because they know anybody got no guns there. So, just being in the United States of America, on top of the hood stuff, having that thing on you is necessary because of that's that, that's been the only thing that kept us from. But from prosperity, why really? are we the only society like that though? People don't We're have not. to keep guns on them in, in Japan. You're crazy. Look, Japan is different, bro. What you have to understand about this is diversity, if not controlled by the right power, is a dividing line. Right. You understand what I'm saying? And a lot of those cultural differences that divide us, um, those differences are perpetuated by misinformation and propaganda. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, the other side are carrying weapons and shit out of fear of us, which is an agenda that was pushed by the hierarchy, white supremacists. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that's just one layer. These these are some big niggas out here. <laughs> and they break into houses and they do crimes. I got to be able fear. to protect right. myself. Right. Hence the L.A. riots with the Koreans all having guns and shit and doing what they do. That's just one layer. Then you get our layer with the whole socioeconomical... Um, Lack of uh, socioeconomical situation, a lack of resources on top of white supremacy, on top of self-hate, on top of uh, tribalism, on top of colorism, on type of on top of gang banging. And you got all these different layers of confusion. I don't have time to peel back each layer to figure out which type of nigga you are. All I have time for is, hey, bro, I don't want no problems. But if you keep walking towards me, I'm going to blow your motherfucking head off. But see, this is the thing. This is the, the inherent problem that I have with that line of thinking. And I know that it's true, but this is the thing that fucks me up about it. I'm a person like, so I'm a square bear type of dude. I ain't been in a fight since I was 20 years old. Don't want any energy like that, right? right. Don't want a gun because I know if I get angry, then I might want to use the gun. Then in a situation, if I'm in a situation where I'm like, well, everybody got guns. Right. So now I got to be like, okay, well, now I have to have a gun, illegally carry it, you know, and I have a recognizable face, yeah, so I'm a little bit more. Okay, so I carry it, whatever. No, no, so just, no, 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 okay. Because I'm gonna tell you about Craig. Craig facts on here. We we're about legally. Okay, so legally, so I legally carry it. I legally carry it. So I legally carry the gun. So I have a legal permit. I have a legal permit, right? So I don't want it. I don't even want it. But now I have to have it because I know other people have it. Yeah. So then if I'm faced in a situation where I got to pull this bitch out, where I'm from, I learned, if you pull it out and don't use it, the motherfucker you didn't use it on is probably going to kill you. So now I got to pull it because if I pull it out, now I got to kill somebody and wonder that I just throw my whole fucking most, life away. Most niggas Can ain't I beat the case? But look, though. That's just a lot. Most niggas ain't going to, 8 out of 10 niggas is not going to pull a gun on you if they know you got a gun. 
That's what I was gonna say. Nine, it's a, it's nine a, and a half out of nine. ten. Because look, no, nine. no nigga is mad enough to want return fire. <laughs> all hey, these, all these niggas yeah. out here doing shootings. Most of them is on. It's the cowardly approach. That's why you think a gang man they say, I, "I got my, I caught that nigga slipping." Mm-hmm. Niggas ain't out here. Niggas is trying to catch niggas slipping. They ain't trying to catch a nigga catching a, catching them catching them. Trying niggas to don't want to get slipping. At the end of the day, dog, niggas don't want to get shot. That's just flat out. Niggas do not want to get shot. I don't care what it is. And in nine times out of ten, your pistol just equalizes a threat that's in the situation. Yeah. That's all it is, man. I got a CPL. I got a CPL in Detroit. I got a CPL in Michigan. Period. We was running a car lot. He had X amount of dollars that was coming in, and everybody in the hood knew we dealt with cash. So on, on occasion, motherfuckers would show up acting like they looking at a car, X, Y, Z, and if they see you got your shirt up, they see that hammer hanging off, that ain't what I want. That ain't what they want. Smash they the like button. We should be Smash at 1,500 likes. Like. 1,500. Go ahead. Even in nature, the lion don't go after the strongest. They go after the one that's limping. Right. You know what I mean? It's all about It's all about making you have to be a threat, and I... And I thank Craig for that because I didn't have a gun 10 years ago. And Craig one day came to the house and just broke it down real logically. And I've always had one around. And at one point, I did have it illegally. But Craig broke it down, you know what I mean, when it came down to having your shit permitted. and Because I had gotten rid of the one that I had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You broke it down. It was like, nah. And then I, I listened to the motherfuckers. It was like, you know what? I'm not where I was. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? And, and it, shit, shit do, can happen. Yeah. But see, and bro- so if you do have it, like... And in California, you can't keep yeah. it on you anyway. But see, so but you do it legally. You know, you put it in, the, in your trunk, put the put the lock in it, put the lock on the clip to the all side, but, but all the is, shit they say. This is my this is my situation with a gun though. Because last year I got a gun, so right. I was just like, not even off for no reason. I didn't want to carry it. I was just like, shit might really kick off. I don't want to be the only nigga without a gun. I've never owned a gun. I've only shot a gun once, so I had the gun. But then I started to have a serious ass mental breakdown last year. Mm. So I was just like. When my, I'm having them racing ass thoughts, I'm like, I don't want that fucking gun right. in the house. So that's my that's thing. Very so it makes me feel like I'm fucked either shot, way. Yeah. Like I'm fucked if I'm trying to protect myself because I'm protecting my mental health. But then I'm fucked if I, you know what I'm saying? I respect yeah. that. Look, because like for me, when I didn't have a gun, like when I gave mine up and didn't have one for a while, mm-hmm. was I wasn't in a good mental space. Working with these kids, my head was fucked up. Right. Working with these kids under all the trauma that I saw every goddamn day. Mm-hmm. So I, I know for a couple of years, even though, like, it took me, even though me, me, Craig had that, it took me about uh, three or four years after me and Craig had that conversation. Mm-hmm. Because mentally, I was in a fucked up space, like two steps from a nervous breakdown. Right. Because all the shit that I was dealing with every day. Mm-hmm. So in that headspace, it was safe that I didn't have a gun. Right. And if you're in that kind of a headspace and you really feel I'm in your heart right. that, you know, it's not safe for me to have that, then hell no, but see, don't like, get one. I, but see, I'm one of those people that just, like, I don't, like, me handling some shit. I'm a, I'm a goofy, clumsy-ass nigga, bro. I didn't, fell, I didn't fell downstairs and shit. Like, I don't even want to be handling yeah, something that could kill somebody. So, yeah, yeah, you gotta learn I, I just, no, no, but no, I don't what want to like, take a class. You would take a, you would take a, no, take a, what I would do, I recommend you take classes. Right. They have NRA certification classes that you can take. I'm going to say this, man. If you don't want to get a gun. Oh, I'm not. Yeah. I'm just, but I, but I hear what, what y'all so, are saying, no, saying about the need for one, though. No, no, because what I mean is uh, a nigga that's a buster, he a buster with a gun and without one. No. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's the man behind the pistol. I'm a type of person that I I, I, I came up in the get down era. Get down at the school and whatever you're talking about, in the class, whatever. So these new cats, they're not really for that culture. So I understand what you're saying, right. the dangers of even having that type of mentality. But I have a family. 
I get it. I have I have people who call call me when it's time to be protected. Right. They didn't. I'm the nigga. They hit up like, hey, nigga, it's a problem. I have a daughter. I get it. A so 15 year old daughter. So right. I don't. I don't. I, I I look beyond how I feel about it because mm-hmm. it has nothing to really do to, with me trying to be a tough guy. Or anything. Mm-hmm. It's because I understand that when we go to war with these people, or you got you got to protect yourself, and they have they have certain weapons. They right. have certain type of. Whatever they have, nigga, they got a throwing ninja star, nigga. <laughs> you got rocks, you're kind of in the, the minority. You're going to get fucked up. So I'm like, well, let me get what I need to get, you know what I'm saying, to protect my family. But there's there's way. We have shotguns. They have shotguns. Get a shotgun for the house because it ain't going to grow unless you cock it and take the safety That's what I mean. Right. Most niggas that come to niggas your door, click like, they, hear that, they hear you rack that shotgun. They right, right. So like, there's just certain things like... It's, that's why I think people get fake guard dogs. They have, they don't, people don't like dogs. Right. So like, I'm going to get a dog that when they can come mm-hmm. and bark. So maybe they'll run. Like everybody has their own tactics, but we're just taking it to where, like, I'm a man. Right. I don't know how to use a gun. If somebody comes try to fuck with any of us, then you can protect yourself. I, I can protect us, nigga. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. <laughs> nobody's a punk in here. Right, right. But if a nigga come with a gun and I'm the only nigga with a gun, mm-hmm. y'all ain't finna be like, nigga. Let's all jump on a nigga before he go get his gun. Nah, nigga. Y'all gonna look at me to get the burner, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry. All you need, don't worry. All you need is to know somebody that got one. Well, you know God, first and foremost. Right. I but just, you gotta know a nigga that got a heater, too. No, and I, and I just get it. I just, just, a, gun, a gun is... is uh, Cowards carry guns for power. Yeah, facts. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You're supposed That's to carry talk. a gun for protection. Sure. If you're carrying a gun, cause you now, nah, nigga, what these niggas gonna do now? Yeah, yeah, that's I'm a mother. You a bitch. You know what I'm saying? Um, so with that said, is there any justifiable reason to shoot a woman that has rejected your advances? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, never. It's never a reason. Never. AJ, there's one reason that could possibly no. exist. No. She do that in your face or something. Nigga. No. no. What if she wipe? What if she wipe Dookie in your mouth? No. You might gotta die. Go wash your face. Go wash your face. Smell it on the way. No. You know what kind of travel process that is? She got doodle on her fingertips. No. You gotta die if that happens. What if y'all ever been with one of y'all niggas and then he try to holler at a chick and she shoot him down and the nigga get violent with him? Man. What the fuck you did, bitch? Yeah. You holler at the homegirl, you get jealous. You nigga kill anything off. She shut the nigga down. Whole ass <laughs> One time, this girl, I was at the, I was at the club. I was dancing with her. I was grinding on her and shit. That's and how you put her. You little heads, hey, 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 hey. So look, nigga, so look. So I'm grinding on her and shit. She pulled her her shirt down, pull a titty out. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm finna suck. This she pulled titty. a titty out. She put her titty. I'm finna suck this titty on the dance floor in front of everybody, right? So now, so now I'm planning on, now I'm planning on a public titty suck, right? So I'm sitting here, I'm about to do a public titty suck in front of the whole club, right? And she grabs her titty, lifts it up, and she squeezes some milk out the mouth. Fuck that. Fuck that. That's where all of your nose was. Was it warm? Was it warm? She skeeted on it. You know, when milk come out the the titty, it's not milky. It's like pasty. So she wiped the paste off her titty, and and I'm like, I'm just, and and my mouth is open. And that bitch put the shit in my mouth. What did you do? (laughs) Shit, bitch. That's fucking disgusting. That's so unsanitary. Wait, God. So you stood there and let her put the paste on there, though, like, this nigga Craig drank spoiled milk. (laughs) (laughs) Went to the bathroom, washed it out. But I said, that colloquium fuel that you put fluid in it, then you got to be smarter. You you know. (laughs) 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 
That's disrespectful as hell. Yeah, man. Who? This nigga is funny as hell, though. though. Really? Yeah, like bitches that can squirt titty milk out at the club. I've never. Hey, okay, I'm, look, I'm gonna give. You, I, I, I think <laughs> we can all come up with one reason to shoot a motherfucker if she turn you down. <laughs> here's what. Here, 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 uh, this is gonna be some far fetched shit. Look, okay. What if the broad uh, bought you a ticket to Nigeria, and you got off the plane, and it was an island. Uh, it was really an island full of gay clansmen <laughs> who wanted to lynch you anally, right? You, uh, you, you, right, you survived, got back to the states, and lost contact with the broad, you know, because she became a Christian and you know, and disappeared on you. You forgave her because so much time went by, right? And then you ran into her at the mall, and she decided to try to rekindle. You know what I'm saying? And in the process of rekindling and hollering her at her at the mall. She said, uh, remember that trip you went on? How's your ass? <laughs> Would you shoot that bitch? Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. No, and I'm pistol whipping her first. I'm pistol whipping her first. Yeah. She's getting the whole magazine. Would you she shoot that bitch? She's getting the whole bitch. magazine. Oh, she gotta go. I'm a dick. I'm a hard shooter. I'm a dick to that bitch. I beat her to death, though. I'm a dick to that bitch. You gonna dick I'm a dick to her. You gonna chop her body up? Throw that shit in the Gulf Stream. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't oh, shoot her, but I'd beat her to death. You'd beat her to death? Uh, I wouldn't shoot her. I'd beat her. No, you can works. shoot her. You shoot her. <laughs> you shoot you her. You smirk. How's your ass? <laughs> disrespectful. Oh, disrespectful, bitch. How's your ass been? How's your ass been? Anyway, but I changed my life. This must be good. Let me get back to where we were at before. Yo. Oh, yeah, she gonna get dog. crazy. <laughs> what's, hey, another, what's another scenario? What's what another scenario where you're like, man, I might have to shoot this motherfucker. Man, there's so many, man. It had to be that far-fetched for me. Yes. That's what I'm saying. Uh, I'm, I, I don't believe in any violence towards women unless she tried to kill me. Let me ask y'all this. Would you, kill, would you kill the female in a scenario like this? I'm in a car. This is years ago. I'm in a car with my girl, my homeboy in the backseat with his girl. They get into an argument. The argument escalates. He calls her a bitch. Wait, say it again, start again. I'm riding in the car. I got my girl with me, passenger side. My homeboy's in the back with his girl. They arguing on the way to the restaurant. Argument escalates. He calls her a bitch. Then all of a sudden, she just said, fuck you, nigga. That's why you're dick little. You dick little. You a whole ass nigga. She starts demeaning this nigga's penis size. I'm in the front seat. I'm in tears. I'm a comedian first. <laughs> Shit's funny to the motherfucker. Like, she cooking this nigga. Whole ass shit. Bye, 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 you bitch nigga. Shit. You whole ass nigga. Your dick's little. And, uh. da, 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 da. and he just in the backseat like, oh, man. In that situation, would you put hands on the girl? Nah, nah, nah. I don't Nothing. Would, nah. Maybe not I'll, I'll just take you, the L. You Look, take the bitch, L? She said, like, bitch, L. she telling like, the truth. Over and over again. Nigga, your dick is tiny. Why do women do that when they get mad anyway? Because like, they feel that way. They the only do that shit when it's true. Like, it's like, I ain't never had no bitch say that to me. At all. As long as lesbians exist, bitch, you can't tell me shit about a small dick. Because you always just fucking with bitches, motherfuckers that don't have dick. Man, y'all simulating making faces. So... Would you put hands on? Would you put hands on? Me? Nah, nah, nah. Charlie. <laughs> I, I probably put out the car though. You ain't finna ride with me if that's what's I going. drop her off. You gotta drop go. Her you gotta Uber home. You gotta, she I drop the bitch off. Okay. I can let the bitch know I got the time to drop you off. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want you to that. sit in that uncomfortableness, bitch. But it's more than one type of gun though. Because people think a gun is just physical. Okay. Break it down. You know, break it down. Smash, talk to smash the like button. Smash the likes. Power can be a gun. Okay. Okay. I had a studio session recently, right? Gang of niggas in the studio, right? And so, in music, 
if you working with niggas and somebody produces and they know what they're doing, if they don't like something you do, they be like, hey, man, I need you to work this out, do this, blah, blah, blah. I'm not feeling the way this came out. All real artists, if it's coming from the right person, but like, oh, it's nothing. It's cool. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Ain't no ego attached to it. It's music, nigga. We can create. So... It was one particular nigga in the studio I was at who was probably the most least experienced nigga in the studio. Uh, and he happened to be guy. running the session. Mm. Right? And <laughs> let me let you know how you know a studio session go bad. If a nigga keep hitting a button and he not the engineer, that means the session is going to go bad oh, as a motherfucker. Turn this up. We get the auto tune. Put the T-Pain on it. Put the T-Pain nigga, on it. Nigga, don't hit the button. If- <laughs> Make me sound like Young Thug. Don't hit the button if you don't know how to work the boards, nigga. What the fuck are you doing? So yeah, leave the button alone, nigga. You feel me? So the nigga, obviously, he don't, he he not feeling what I'm laying down. Which I ain't tripping if you're not feeling what I'm laying down. But instead of saying, "Hey man, can you do it a little different?" The nigga start giving me that this nigga vibe. This nigga. Oh no. You feel what I'm saying? You got to roll. You got to roll. If anybody knows me. Oh, this is not the producer. No, oh, not the producer. This nigga running the session. Oh, no, no side nigga can say nothing. Can say nothing, but I'm, <laughs> I'm in somebody else's session. Yeah, I don't want you to even ask me what the bathroom is, nigga. Who cares if you got a piss? You know and what I'm saying? So I'm like, <laughs> and he not just this nigga me. He this nigga and other people trying to suck up to the other nigga session. I hate in. that. I hate trying uh, trying uh, to endear himself to other niggas, not knowing that studio rat that's right, not knowing that you in a room full of seasoned. Niggas, mm. see motherfuckers when they don't know you, they they try to put their assumptions on your back and they try to force you to carry them. Right. So look like nigga, if you don't know a nigga in an environment, don't assume that you know what he's capable of based on whatever about the nigga you don't like. Facts. So you could tell he didn't really know what was going on with me and a few other niggas, and he's trying to assert some control, but he's fucking the vibe up in the studio. Mm. It wasn't just me. You got other seasoned musicians who've been doing this shit way longer than me. And you robbing the creativity, right? If you running a session out there up, and bro. you and robbing the creativity, if you running a session out there and you a rapper and you putting a session and you got skilled musicians coming in, what you supposed to do is create a vibe, man. Whatever they on, they smoke, they drink, have that shit waiting for them. Yeah. Then you vibe out with them. You 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 let them know what you what you thinking about, what the vibe of the project is, and then you let them rock out. Yeah. You don't micromanage no real artists. Mm. It ain't gonna work. It ain't gonna work. I, ain't gonna have I hate that. that. I hate I that. Producer, you should have the fucking. Somebody dog walking or what? Nah, <laughs> nobody dog walked in, but a few niggas left early and shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but the I niggas, hate that shit. Cause then you can't even get the magic in the studio. But the nigga who ran the session is a good nigga. I mean, the nigga who's we was there for is a good nigga. He gonna lose out because mm. it was another session a couple days later, and a few niggas hit me like, man, what's going on with the nigga that? You feel what I'm saying? So it's like when your boy chooses a lackluster motherfucker to bring into the group and the lackluster motherfucker is trying to fuck shit up. Off of ego shit. You know, it's like that's how that's how you know how close your relationship is with the person who brought him in. If you can't tell that nigga, hey, man, your boy, hey, man, either we need to have a conversation and sit down or I ain't going to be able to come back again. Cause I'm not, I'm not letting, I'm not letting certain shit happen when it comes to art, bro. It ain't no nigga gonna tell me shit about yeah. my process. You, Do you think that dude that was talking shit of being wild, what he was saying was a representation of the main dude that he knew? It's possible. Cause I feel like if a motherfucker is that comfortable in that environment, it's been some commentary going on behind the scenes that I don't know about. 
Uh, most definitely, it's possible, and in this industry, niggas do it all the time. Yeah. Bro. So I mean, I'm comfortable with yeah. that. I'm yeah. real comfortable with that. But that's why he should have checked that nigga. Though. I'm exactly, and that's all, now I'm gonna have to have a conversation according to the pecking order. So the nigga that brought him in, I'm going to have to have a conversation with him. Like, hey, bro, I, I got nothing but love for you and respect for you. But if if is it an issue or something I'm doing wrong? Or let's talk about it. Let's square it away. Because I, I, I can't operate like that. Waste of time. Because what I'm, what I'm letting you know is if I come in and it, and it happens again, you know what I'm saying? I can't, I'm not going to allow a nigga to be petty and disrespectful. I'm not allowing a man to be yeah. petty and disrespectful to me. You know let, me ask, let me ask a question. It don't matter who paying for the session, bro. I don't give a fuck. If I'm the producer you bought in, I'm the fucking creator, nigga. Right. You can be a fucking trillionaire. You don't know music. Mm. That's why you brought me here. Right. So I'm do my fucking job, nigga, and get the fuck out the way, bro. Hey, that's that's a great fucking... When niggas try to tell you how to do what you're doing, yeah. your job, oh, man. That's a working. great point Dunk made because when we go back to the 70s, the last time black music was untouched... It was because that was the last era that the people outside of the on the producer ran the fucking session. Uh, you know what I mean? Back that's why the music was so good back then. That was the number one rule: the record executives, the record label. Nobody can fuck with the producer. Music started declining when they started the people in the suits and ties, and the people around started telling the producer what to do. Right. And like right now, you it's, it's some it's dope ass music being created every day. But it's somebody who ain't got nothing to do with the session, somebody's homeboy, mm -hmm. somebody who's down with somebody who owned the label, mm -hmm. coming in saying, no, that song, the key is too high, change to this. If that's, that's what the fuck it is. So when Duncan say what the fuck he's saying, he's saying that's what's necessary to make good music. Right. That's it. And if you're in control of an artistic environment, you the man, you up top, man, you got to really do a good job of guarding your artist or paying customers or people that's in there in the booth. Mm -hmm. When I had that comedy show on Sunset at the... Uh, at the, whatever that bar is, the Naughty Pig Bar on Sunset across from Comedy Store. We throwing the event. This was right before COVID last year, and I hired a photographer. He came through. He taking pictures, but he brought some nigga I didn't know, some associate. Associate super bold in the room. He's saying shit. Y'all should stand here. The nigga fucking up the whole Sit environment. Down. Stand up. What? So I pulled my man to the side who we hired. Like, who's this nigga? Number one. Two, he's fucking up the vibe in the whole room, dog. You got to check this nigga, man. And don't bring him again. Now, based on his response was going to be whether I hired him again. Yeah. Mm. You turn up, this my man. It's, oh, okay, well, then we cutting ties. Yeah. But you bring this whole nigga again to any other shoots, man, it's going to really fuck up the vibe. Yeah. Nigga got offended. I didn't end up hiring him no more because apparently this was his man. But you allowed that to fuck the money up? Yeah. You got to guard your environment, man. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, guard that bag, I, I don't know. I don't know. If, shit, I should, should I say this shit? Yeah, yeah well, you should say it. Shit. We had the the session with Boo Capone, nigga. When that nigga rolled up, he kind of. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I don't know. But it's like that type of shit. Like yeah, 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 yeah. sometimes you gotta, you know what I mean, pull the reins back on your book. It's like niggas. It, it's, it, it, I no, you can it's, say it because Boo know what it is. Yeah, shout out Boo Capone, master. Yeah, yeah. No, I ain't nothing bad. Ain't nothing bad. It's just nigga came in on one. You know what I'm saying? And we trying to get a a shoot done. What you trying to bitch? Oh. Nigga, the woman. I'm sorry, the woman. <laughs> so we, so we, so we, so we fucking doing the, the scene or whatever. This nigga walk in, he on fucking thirty, nigga. You know what I'm saying? They doing a, she doing a cool job. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? That nigga like, man. They, so the credit like cut. All right, that's good. That nigga like, man. That shit was whack. She can't fucking act. He said, this, fuck I, I, said I said, this bitch can't act. 
I, I, said, I heard you say that in his voice. Yeah. So I said cut. As soon as I said cut, he was like, this bitch can't act. <laughs> Out how he want to do the shit. Uh, he come in like, man, this bitch can't. So it's like, so her whole demeanor, even if she was in good spirits, still, mm-hmm. it's like, I'm let me, cause I'm, I was out here at first, but let me come. You know what I mean? Yeah, they had to, yeah, that had to kill the whole vibe. It's like, oh, it's murder. Cause as an artist, artists are sensitive, <laughs> man. You can't do that to no fucking artist. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> Be a comedian. So man. it's like sometimes we don't know right. that everybody ain't taking it as a joke. Hey, <laughs> listen. C.T. Reed or Poppin', one of y'all niggas get that Lisa Ann Hathaway bitch. That bitch, <laughs> that bitch don't like her life, my nigga. Lisa Ann Hathaway. don't like her life. Thing. Let me tell y'all. Charlie's ladies, Charlie's not I'm not the nigga to fuck with, bitch. Yeah. You better, hey, get, block that hoe. Yeah. <laughs> but look, bro. Real nigga. Bitch, you better, and, you better, and you better stay off my motherfucking page too, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> she been on that nigga head. That shit. Let's keep, let's keep the party going. Hey. <laughs> but look, the produ- the the nigga that was in the studio, you know what I'm saying? You know the button that was his gun. It made him feel like he had power. Yeah. Oh, he, right. he kept using it on everybody. He was hitting that button the whole night on niggas. Nah, nah, I don't like that. You, you know what I'm saying? And when a coward has, when a coward has a gun, they only shoot to make noise. They ain't really trying to hit nothing. Yeah. Ooh. You feel what I'm saying? I had this bitch out. I had this bitch out. Bitch out, bitch out, bitch out. Hey, hey, you know what they mean when they say that? They've been the air, the air, the air. Yeah, 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 yeah. Man, I went through there and let niggas have. <laughs> See, everybody knew I was there. <laughs> what I'm trying to say. He just wanted motherfuckers to know he was there. He wanted to show the person whose session it was that he could control all these other niggas who you can't control, nigga. Yeah. He was trying to send a message to somebody else. If you if you are putting in the right work in a situation, your work will solidify you. You're not gonna don't think you can solidify yourself on the backs of other niggas. Ooh, you nice. still gotta stand on your own too. These are facts. You know what I'm saying? You think every new group of niggas that you run into with this nigga is gonna uh, bow, bow it down? Nah, mm. yeah. hey, nigga, I promise you, if I'm in another session and I'm a, I'm I'm gonna embarrass your motherfucking ass. Damn, you're going to roast me crazy. Yeah, I'm gonna embarrass <laughs> your motherfucking ass. Straight up and down, nigga. So uh yeah, man. So in conclusion with that whole shit. You know, I think having power is a weakness if you're not hitting your target. You know what I'm saying? That's a fact. If you just want to control something to control it, you know what I'm saying? That's some bitch-ass shit. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? If you got a target of mine, all the other goofy shit on the way to hitting that target um, don't matter. You know what I'm saying? A lot of you motherfuckers need to realize when you need to shut up and listen and you're dealing with a motherfucker that know what they're doing and when you need to speak up. You know what I'm saying? In every situation, you in some situations you may maybe the nigga that niggas need to shut up and listen to. In other situations, you gotta shut up and listen. That ain't no ego shit. But certain niggas know shit that you don't know. That's a fact. You feel what I'm saying? Stop trying to politic and 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 put the work in so the work of politic for you. You know what I'm saying? You uh um. You avoid a lot of bullshit like that. You will. Right. You'll see who's real and who's not, too. Facts. Because yeah, artists are sensitive, but we're also tougher than the average people. Facts. On, you know, because we have to deal with rejection more. 
You feel what I'm saying? So it makes us a little bit tougher. You know what I'm saying? Um, we may be a little sensitive when it comes to what we're doing within our art form. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? When you when you're when you're when you're critiquing our art or something we're doing artistically, we may be a little bit bulldogish. We're like, hey, nigga, you don't know. Sh okay, we're gonna go to a commercial break. When we get back, more correct facts. Make yeah. Sure You know what I'm saying? But Mexicans don't fuck with black people. No. Uh -huh. no, no, no. I didn't realize how much that shit fucked me up until I got older. And I realized that, oh, they well, really don't fuck with niggas like That's that. That's crazy. We back on the air. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> what up? They do what it's... Once we get to about junior high, mm -hmm. a lot of Spanish people start seeing the light because they grew up with us and shit. Some of them go gangbanging and get worse. And others of them realize, oh, man, these most We've... Same thing, bro. So can't no out-of-town hotep nigga tell me nothing about no Mexicans. I know some die-hard, real motherfucking Mexicans that I love, homie. Yeah, yeah, real shit. And they do come from a warrior culture. They not bitches. At all. So, there are some Mexicans who know and see through the bullshit. Problem is, they are in the minority. You know what I mean? That's, that's the problem. They're in the minority. But if you're from Southern California, if you're from L.A., these are your neighbors. You know these motherfuckers. So, it's so it's, yeah, so many of them, like, it, it may be one out of every ten, but that one is somebody you probably back cool with. And that's who, and the one motherfucker that hate me, that's why I got the gun. <laughs> For that one motherfucker. Because if you got enough courage to hate a nigga you don't know and don't know shit about, where, what else would you do? I want I want to ask y'all this question because we was, we was on the topic before, but I didn't get to squeeze the question in. So, let me ask y'all this. With all races, it seems like black people get hated on by the most races. Like white people don't fuck with black people. Mexican people don't fuck with black people. Some and Asian people, people don't black fuck with people black from other people. countries don't fuck Why with black do you people. feel like as black people, we're the most hated race? Because of white supremacy. So it's because the white people hate black people and they just spread that amongst all the other races? Like don't fuck no. with these niggas? Well, it's they're, they're, right. So, <coughs> okay. Let's break it down in a multiplicity of ways that a lot of our motherfucking uh, master teachers... I'm going I'm to put together four or five different guys' teachings. Okay. Okay. Racists. We're in a race. What are we racing to? Wealth and resources. Okay. So now that we're in competition, now instead of it, us us being humans working for a collective cause, now I'm a 49er. You're a Raider. Yeah. We're on different teams. We got different cheerleaders. Yeah. We 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 play in different stadiums. We go home to a a, a different side of town. Different now we're in competition. Damn. Racism. The competition for wealth and resources between groups of people. So when something becomes a competition, now self-preservation for myself and the group is the viewpoint and the outlook internally of anybody who is participating in racism. Yep. Period, point and blank. And on top of that, on top of what Craig said, got to go back a thousand years. Got to go back to the Moorish control of Europe. What we live in right now is an extension of the Crusades. The okay. Christians versus the Moors. Okay. Christians versus the Muslims. This is this war's been going on since Muhammad. Since Sultan. Yeah. Since the Knights of Templar. Yeah. So since the beginning of time. We're, we're, talk, not really, we're talking about the first form of co colonialism, mm -hmm. which is the race between the Muslims and the Christians to take over the to, world. To conquer the world. And mm -hmm. the Muslims got out first and 
the Muslims taught the Christians how to enslave black people. So, because they, they, they started enslaving Africans 800 years before the European did. And so, what we're dealing with is that is that thing. And so, when, when, when the uh, Spanish Inquisition happened and Isabella and Ferdinand defeated the Moors in 1492, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? That's when they had thought, that's the whole running of the bull thing is, is running the niggas out of Spain. Really? And, yeah, that's, that, that's, that's that? about, yeah. No. And, niggas shouldn't go. Yeah. That was about running niggas out of Spain? That was about running Spain? niggas out of Spain. And so they still do that to this day. They still did that that's that to signify fourteen ninety two when they were. If you notice the bulls are always black. And they're wearing white. And they're wearing white. But why are they still doing that to this day because if we're all cool? We're not cool. No, no, we're that's more that's more we're not cool because you gotta realize the Spanish and the Portuguese got out and started this whole color coded racism shit. The Spanish and the Por- Portuguese got it out before the British did. You know what I mean? So they everywhere they colonized, white was right, black was wrong. Yes. And we've been dealing with this. And so when you're dealing with Spanish-speaking countries, you got to realize Mexico's had that color-coded shit longer than America has. So they, they got taught by the OGs of, of, of how to color-code set and separate So they people. have, like, shadism, like, in black uh, culture as well? Yeah. All that shit. Wow. And so said shadism. Shadism. <laughs> when you sleep up under the tree. For <laughs> so, so, like, so like a lighter-skinned Mexican person and a darker-skinned Mexican person, they'd be having issues. Major issues. Well, really? Worse than the United States. It's worse here. It's worse there than it is here. Today or something? Because over here you got actually white people. Ain't none of them motherfuckers actually white, but they still fight over it. You know what I mean? Right. So we're in, the, we're in the middle. Yeah, we're in the, but yeah, we're the Spanish, but they, they all fucked somebody black, you know, at some point. You know what I oh, mean? Yeah, yeah, the Anglo Saxons ain't got no black in their motherfucking ass. These yeah. motherfuckers do. Well, Spanish. And, and Spanish is black. So so we, we're dealing Where with the. Where did they get ex- the saxophone from? Anglo Saxons. <laughs> 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 and it's out of Anglo. That's why it's called Anglo. <laughs> So we got the it's so, Anglo down. Curvature is Anglo. We we dealing with that shit, but and on top of that, look, Black Americans, look. When you look at what the fuck we done accomplished, in spite of what we've been against, you be jealous too. Like, think about it. We were under worse oppression here than they were at home, but instead of us going somewhere else, we created hip hop. We created jazz and said we gonna create our own economy. Fact. We created the cotton gin. We created the air conditioning, the refrigerator. We created all this shit because. We're the, we're the only group that didn't have to flee. We, we just created, created some shit and made it a whole goddamn industry. They couldn't do that, so of course they're jealous. Wow, so they don't fuck with us because we're strong and resilient. Very. Yeah, well, well, if, if, if the status quo is white supremacy... No, that's why they, <coughs> fuck, that's why they fuck with us. It's because we're strong and resilient. Yeah. They don't fuck with us, but they don't fuck with us when they don't feel like they can control it. Yeah. Mm. You know what they I'm saying? They, they can't feel if they can put it out. If they, they don't have a grasp yeah. on it, you're now a threat. It's, it's like a nigga walking around with ten guns, pointing them at everybody. That's how they look at this motherfucker. It's dangerous, uh, and we can't they, control they, it. They this the kind of they doing this when they say, "Oh right. shit." Because I guess that's the thing that always, and I know that there's different history and books and the shit that we learn, but I, I guess I'm just taking it back to before slavery and shit. When you had black people in Africa, I'm just like, what was black people doing in Africa that bothered people so much to where in 2021 they still don't fuck with us? Like, was it? Because we were just over there thriving, doing our own shit, being kings and queens, right? Over in Africa before uh, they came there. I don't necessarily agree with that. No, no. We were everywhere. No, no. So, okay. So, we, we were weren't here. just in Africa. No, we were, we were everywhere. We were, we were here. here. We were already here. We were here, too. I keep hearing that. I don't, I don't understand. What, what you okay. understand So, is, black people were in America before they took us well, we from were, Africa. Because we if, if you look on the walls, no, look on okay. the walls and you see their, their, their carvings and their paintings, they have African priests. In, in, in uh, Jaguar garment, like how, how, how what they wear is uh, 
it's a mm-hmm. cheetah, cheetah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. cheetah. I'm sorry, cheetah, cheetah mm-hmm. guard. They're like they have a whole cheetah on them, and that's the high priest from Africa. Right. So they have these these drawings of these dark skinned men mm-hmm. with that shit showing them, meeting them, giving them reverence because they brought knowledge of shit that they didn't know about over here. And so not that we were over here, that we came here, we originated here. We okay. came here and we. We always fuck with people before so any me, European. And on top of that, but I just want so to before clarify. slavery, we were all yeah. Here. I want to clarify one thing. I, I, I didn't know that. Yeah, I, 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 everybody that wants y'all to do this, go pull up your phone now. Pull up Webster's Dictionary, eighteen twenty-eight. This is what the dictionary said back then. Mm-hmm. The original editions of the Webster's Dictionary. Google and a Webster's Dictionary of an American in the year eighteen twenty-eight. The definition says this: I quote, "Copper-colored individuals that were here." When the European came to America and saw who they were, that has now been amalgamated and taken over by the European settlers. The original definition of American was a copper-colored individuals, and they got pictures of them. Right. So I encourage people who want to know more. The wow. first Americans were Africans was one, and then Dr. Clyde Winters. Dr. Clyde Winters got like five books on this topic. Wow. Right. And and it and it goes into because you had you had your native you had your native dark skin be people here. You had your dark-skinned Indians, and then you had your slaves. Those people were already here in 1619 when the mother motherfuckers came. So right. would you recommend Ivan Vassertima's book? Hell yeah. They, they came from Columbus, hell yeah. yeah. It's a good book. book. So, I'm, I'm going to tell you, hold on. I'm, I'm going to say no, because that, that, has been, that book has been disproven. And if you're doing your knowledge and you know your scholarship, don't that that book that means you're African and that's not necessarily we have every type of nose we have every we created nose nigga so mm-hmm. it's like we don't mm-hmm. have a certain type that there is so mm-hmm. when white people came they seen Okay, that that has that. Okay, that must be African. Right. So, so it's easy to jump on that. I ain't saying that. I'm saying like we, hmm? but we we we're, 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 that's not us. And but, I, I mean that that was proven. in the book. You remember, there's more than phenotype. They also use linguistics. They also use metals. They also use uh, food. They also use botany. Right. It wasn't just linguistics that no, they no, no, linked. No, no, no. Yeah. I'm saying, but all those are all that shit was proven to be wrong. If I'm saying when you when you I gotta they, read they, that book. Yeah, no, it's not a book. They they have a gang of lectures on it. How they broke it down because it's old science. So now when the new science came in, you can just prove that by by having the actual. You know what I'm saying? The, the actual data. To compare from what he was he was getting and what we have now, you know what I'm saying? It's a totally different thing. You know what I'm saying? They, and that's what I'm saying. That's what I said about the phenotype thing, and that's how they use to prove right. that they. That, you know I'm saying most of that was most of this, eighty percent of it was right. You know right. What they look like. Right. Look. Okay. Check out what the niggas saying. That's some real shit, man. I'm looking at Still read the book. Just get on your knowledge, nigga. Check this out, though. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So. uh they just came out with a new report about the Johnson and Johnson vaccine. vaccine. Oh, yeah, it's fucked up, right? Yeah, right. So my question is: Should you be should sitting ducks quack or should they fly? Right? Because would you rather be sick and alive or dead and nothing? Because that's basically the two options that we have with this new vaccine, basically causing blood clots in people's system. You have to choose whether you want to be dead and nothing or sick and alive. You know what I'm saying? And the reason I bring that up is because in Europe, they're starting to adapt and use the Johnson & Johnson vaccine. And they somebody put out some numbers. Um, 
And these numbers were very interesting. So 300,000 people have died from COVID. 16 million have been affected in the U.S. Out of the 300,000 that have been affected, nine have died from the Johnson the Johnson and Johnson vaccine. vaccine. Right. Directly. Direct, yeah, directly. Proven through the whole blood clots situation. So would you rather be alive and sick or dead? You rather be alive and sick, yeah, right? You, you can always get better. I'd rather take my it. chances of catching it as opposed yeah, to put some battery be acid in alive, nigga, because most, <laughs> niggas ain't, most niggas still ain't getting sick. Yeah, okay, so that's what I'm yeah. saying. Facts. Okay, what, 16 million got sick, got affected? 16 million infected, 300,000 died, nine have died from blood clots attributed how to many? Them. How many Americans are there, 300 million? All, right, this is all in America, yeah, right. That's it's only, 300 million Americans and only 16 million got sick. Hold on, so I'd rather just be alive and alive, smoke some weed on 420. The thing is, but this is what they're not saying, though. This is why I got a little high, so I fucked up my delivery. But this is what they're this is this is what they're not saying, though. They're not talking about the worry that's killing people. Facts. So once loss of hope. So once they plant the fear of death into your head, they start to articulate propaganda that makes you worry. It's, it's 582,448 deaths. There's more deaths than that. In Are you US. serious? Yeah, I just looked it up. Oh, attributed to the to Johnson COVID. Johnson? No, no, to the COVID. Oh, you said okay. 300,000. But it's like it's two, but, but the funny part about it? It's 582,000. It, it's like five. two deaths attributed to the flu. So, okay. so look, so look. So, so introducing this new information into the spectrum mm -hmm. about these fucking vaccines along with the fear and worry that we already have from regular COVID is introducing worry into our psyche. Facts. How many people have died from worry? Ooh. Hey, you know a story? Yes. That's a fact. That's a fact. Yeah. One second. Go ahead, go ahead. Okay. So the term, if you, the term is called death anxiety. Mm. That's an actual medical term. The phrase defines the apprehension people experience when they become aware of death. Why do they keep introducing this death awareness into our psyche? Ooh. People only think biological warfare is one way yeah it's one way through chemicals and shit like that and and fucking germs and shit like that but what about the psychological implications of always constantly being in fear of death every day like regular black men are no. black men are That's a fact. It's, it's, it's interesting like to go on with that i have a friend that i know she died last year she got in a really bad car accident and didn't go to the hospital because this is this time last year when COVID first was hitting last March. She didn't go to the hospital because she was so worried about. That's when the, they, all the news was like, "Don't go to the hospital. The hospital's overcrowded." And they and people who had COVID, they had they had these fucking biological warfare suits on. So she was like, "I'm not going to the hospital after a car accident." Right. Three weeks later, she died. Internal bleeding. Ugh. Out of fear of going to the hospital because of what was being said on the media. So you have all kind of collateral damage like that. Absolutely. What about yeah? It's, it's all kind of shit like that going on that did not count. And stress has a stress has an actual physical impact on your body. Like it can it can disrupt your immune system and all type of shit. So if you're stressed and if you're afraid about shit, that can actually physically harm you. I mean, let's talk That's about wild. it. You prop 
people are profiting off of fear. That's really what it boils down to. They're profiting off of fear. If you do any research on any of previous vaccines, it takes anywhere from 10 to 15 years before that vaccine hits the public before it's actually hit with people. How were they able to determine what's going on with a vaccine and it's and this COVID-19 is, what, a year old? Mm-hmm. Which means that people, in my opinion, the people that's taking it now is guinea pigs. Yeah. So if you're taking it now and you're signing a consent form saying that you don't know what the side effects are going to be. And you can't sue. You can't sue because this, this disease is so new it hasn't been tested. And everybody talking about all these other things that are possible. Show me anywhere. Mm-hmm. Where a vaccine has been tested 10 to 15 years on somebody with COVID-19, you can't because it's too new. Right. And you, you know, don't know part, what you crazy part about it is when you read the, like, I've always been someone who, who invests in stocks. So when you invest in, in medical stock, it's good to know what trials they have going on. Facts. Because that, they, you can plan on what to buy, what's going to look like five years from now. So just off of understanding of stocks, you will see, okay, Pfizer or whatever company has this new vaccine that's possibly going to cure asthma or whatever. Right. And then you read the paper five years from now, or oh, that vaccine's not going to come out because motherfuckers grew a third lung. Right. right. You know what I mean? So, it, but that shit don't, that shit don't happen until like year eight. Talk about it. And year 10. Yeah. So like 90% of this shit, don't quote my fucking numbers, you idiots. <laughs> Most of these motherfucking thing, tr- trials that happen, they don't get to fulfillment because they found out some shit that happened late in it. All these shits is promising in the first three years. Right. You know what I mean? So when you consider that, and then the fact that it's not FDA approved. Fast. Right. And you know what I mean? So I, I don't want to get the video taken out. Right. So I ain't saying shit else. And they're practicing uh, medicine, bro. And the thing. Oh, shit. Okay. No, I'm saying like it's practicing medicine. So it, it's a practice. And it goes back to what I was saying before about time. Like you can't cheat the time. Like right. it's going to take five, ten years. And no matter how much. And it's fucked up because. People are dying until it happens, but you can't speed up the process right. because it's going to take the time. So. Mental warfare is real, man. Because it's a running ticker in the corner of a CNN news or a, a CNN That's that fear. And, it, and, it's, and it's fear. It's telling you, and you see the numbers increasing. Right. Like a ticker, you'll see, okay, yeah. 500,000 people have... Got it. This how many people have passed, and you in watching it, and that's what you. They're see trying to create death, death anxiety. When look, death is something we're all aware of. Right. Life, we're all aware of it. There's a lot of things that we're all aware of. We may not be fully conscious because you know we may be living like a smooth muscle where we're just going, operating right. like lungs, open and closed. You don't tell the muscle to open and close your lungs to do it. It just does it on its own. Right. But look, when somebody is trying to make you aware. Of something that you're already aware of, they're trying to they're trying to change your perception. You understand what I'm saying? It's like if I'm looking at Dunk's arm and I keep saying, "Look at your arm, nigga," and he keeps looking at his arm. Look at your arm, nigga. What's... Eventually, he's gonna look at his arm, even though it's the same motherfucking arm, he, and he's gonna start to be self conscious about that arm. Like, why is this nigga keep looking at my arm? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's a that's that shit is. On purpose, That's and there's a form of control, and and there are certain mental disorders and anxiety disorders that come from someone who is trying to control your perception, Fact. and it's a and there's there's byproducts of this, and and if if you're suffering from that, that means that somebody around you or somebody that you've dealt with has been trying to make you aware of something that you're already aware of, and they're trying to change your perception. Absolutely. Here's a few disorders: separation anxiety disorder. Mm-hmm. 
That's a real yeah. That this happens in children. Yeah. You know, it all and they have a fear of losing. You know what I'm saying? A, uh, they have a my bad. I'm high as a motherfucker. Ah. Children, uh, they, they have a fear. Of, those, nigga. They, they have they have a fear of people uh, losing important people to them, such as parents. You know, etc. You know, through car accidents and shit like that. So they have a constant fear that they're going to lose everybody close to them. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Um, compulsive checkers. Repeatedly checking power switches, stoves, locks in an attempt to uh, prevent harm or death. Okay. That's another form of anxiety, death anxiety. Um, compulsive hand washers. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? They got a fear of uh, contracting chronic and life-threatening diseases. Mm -hmm. Niggas that was wearing masks in 2017. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Jackson. <laughs> fear of dying from a heart attack. That's an actual anxiety. And, yeah, and it's often the cause of frequent doctor. They often visit the doctor more frequent than most regular motherfuckers, mm. and they always are having like panic attacks. You know what I'm saying? Uh, individuals with with somatic symptom disorders engage in frequent requests for medical tests and body scanning in order to identify serious and terminal illness. So there's a bunch of different things that can happen when the fear of death is introduced into your conscious and in your psyche. And when somebody's trying to make you re-aware of something that you're already aware of, just keep in mind that that person is probably likely trying to change your perception on something. And you need to get down yeah. to the bottom of why this motherfucker keep doing this shit. You Let know me piggyback I mean? on that, bro, because you said something. In everything that you said, in every condition, right, Every uh, one word that was prevalent in everything you said was fear, right? Right, right? I heard a gospel lyric a long time ago, and it was so powerful, I tattooed the shit on my arm because that's why I put my shirt up like this. Faith and fear cannot live together. Right. And that's the biggest thing because if you're just scared of some shit, it'll make you act different. It'll make you move different. And I'll be telling people, like, you can't be bold and scary at the same time. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You got, like, faith and fear, like, you got to just get the fear out of you because look at that, all those conditions that you said, and they all are predicated on fear. Right, right, so right. So I think you got to just have more faith and fear because that shit can literally give you shit that'll fuck you up. Right, yeah. Literally, Charlie about to one up you and get John three sixteen tattooed on, the, on his inner thigh. I heard that in a lyric on a gospel song. I'm like, I'm putting it on my arm so I don't forget. Nigga about to uh, give us a parable about a brothel. Go ahead. <laughs> when they said <laughs> they was fucking for God. Okay, what happened? God came. God came and then they came. God, God, God. <laughs> there is a song that said God has come. What song is that? Let's bring in the drugs and say you motherfuckers a solution. Crime bill, niggas go to jail. Yeah, that's the good. That's COVID too because they gave you COVID and they gave you a vaccine also. Facts. <laughs> Man. Same people that gave you the COVID gave you the vaccine. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. So how can you trust what's going on? I just hate the exclusion fear that they're creating along with it too. Doughboy, boy, if you want to come to the uh, Lakers game and you want to sit close to the floor, mm -hmm. you got to be vaccinated to sit right. close to the floor. They can control you, you when you're vaccinated. scared. You got to be vaccinated to fly. You Charlie looked like a FUBU woodpecker. <laughs> 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 
Jeremiah. <laughs> That's Fubu, folks. Like Russell nigga. Simmons Raptor. Nigga. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga. That nigga. Fuck y'all, nigga. That nigga Craig look like he getting ready to star in the Fraggle Rock remake, nigga. <laughs> 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 got some flaming hot Cheetos in his pocket right now. Get out my personal business. Hey, man, we got to say rest in peace to my nigga Black Rob, man. Black Rob, whoa! Black Rob, just Black Rob. R.I.P. Yeah, brother, you was a dope. You were a dope artist, man. Dope. Never be forgotten. R.I.P. to Scotty Pippen's son, too. Yeah, I heard oh, about right? that as well. Yeah, right? Damn. Older son. Oh. Damn. Yeah, we much love and respect, Scotty. I know I go hard on you about not coming off the bench and letting Cool Coach take that shot, but I got nothing but love for you, black man. Much love and strength to you and your family, brother. Yeah, man. Real, for real. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Charlie gonna be down at the uh, funeral home eating body parts later on with all the, <laughs> with all the other About vulture. About to be nibbling on the nose. With, 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 with all the other vulture face niggas. Nigga <laughs> going in. Cause you a vulture face. That nigga Craig put fake teeth under his pillow so he can rape the tooth fairy. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, gotcha, bitch. Oh my gosh, bitch. I got you, bitch. I got you, bitch. That nigga Dewan run out of lotion before everybody else in the house. <laughs> Charlie dressed like an undercover security guard at Disneyland. <laughs> that nigga uh, Duncan know all the songs of Maxwell by heart, nigga. I'll hey, fuck that joke up. Fuck. That nigga Charlie uh, auditioned for an eight year old role, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Every Monday, Charlie walks an elderly turkey. This <laughs> <laughs> so nigga Duncan looks like a Grand Theft Auto character. Uh, 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 got him! <laughs> you like a pumpkin latte. <laughs> Oh, oh shit! Yeah, that's red, that's red Dope boy teeth look like he zipped his nuts in the zipper. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? Pause my nigga Brandon right here, nigga. You know Pause for Brandon, man. Oh. Shout out to Brandon, dog. Brandon couldn't take all the smoke. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. We're gonna wrap up the show in a second, man. Damn. Oh, like, you know what we ain't talking about? Oh, boy, ain't talking about. Did y'all see the nigga the, the fight this weekend? The was just, man, that nigga's a fraud, man. The white boy's a fraud, man. The white boy is a fraud. I think that shit was rigged. I'm gonna say it on the show right now. I think that shit was rigged. I yeah. think everybody got their money. But that shit was a gang. That shit, it, yeah. that can't be boxing. They can't do that to yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna get down to his weight and call the white boy out. Yeah, oh, I want to see him. Yeah, I'm gonna get down to his weight. I'm closer than you think. I'm I, think I think I think oh, uh, I think any kind of like you know what I'm saying club fighter, any nigga that you know what I'm saying with real skills, has some a professional background, I like even a fucking amateur background. He don't want to. He don't want to fight them niggas. He don't. Right. But the Nate Robinson shit look real. He knocked Nate Robinson yeah, the fuck Nate out. Robinson but this nigga, the, the shit. Robinson, wasn't boxing, right. Yeah, he's not a boxer. But, but he, he still took a boxer's punch. Nah, yeah, he got. He's, he slapped his ass. Man, he huh? got, yeah, <laughs> That nigga went night night. Yeah. <laughs> but this one, the dude, he barely hit him, and dude was just like, out. Oh. I'm like, okay. He, yeah. okay. The slapping shit, I thought that shit was fake too, but that right. shit was, that probably was the hardest hit we seen all motherfucking night. Who won the Bosco and Gonzo fight? It was just one round, but it was funny as a motherfucker. They fought. <laughs> they fought. I they bought. They, 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 they was the undercard. 
There was the undercard. Shout out Bosco. That's all. Who won though? But who won? I don't know who won. I was watching PBC, the James Harrison fight. Oh, yeah, James Harrison. James Harrison fight? Yeah, James Harrison. It was, it was a draw. It, was, it never was a draw. It was a good decision. James Harrison looked like he got hands. Yeah, he do. <laughs> but, like, uh, yeah, they, the, you know, because he kind of looked like uh, Jamar Neighbors, you know what I mean? But yeah. they, they, they look just alike. <laughs> but them motherfuckers, uh, yeah, it was a draw. But that was a good ass fight. Yeah, yeah. But that shit, that, that, like, I like Triller. <laughs> I see what Triller trying to do with Snoop and shit. You yeah. Yeah. yeah, I like that. Yeah, that shit cool. You know what I'm saying? But, like, I got that. Like, cause, and let's talk about Did y'all hear yeah, Oscar Delahoy? Tony Harrison, my bad, B. What did Oscar Delahoy on that shit? That nigga was the most Paul's worthy nigga. What? One of the the heavyweights, I mean, Frank Mir, I forgot the other nigga name. Cuttingham. The Cuttingham nigga. Steve Cunningham. Steve Harvey looking nigga with the with the pack with the no, part. No, no, it's a big swole black nigga. So yeah. this nigga like, oh look at Steve's body. He's like a oh no, a, come on, he's dog. an Adonis. Oh, no, no, he didn't say that. He's so built. That nigga like, yeah, I'm finna get down, and I don't care who it is. I'm finna knock whoever out. You know what I'm saying? Like now, I'm, I've been training. I'm like, this, this was a dude. This was a dude that was wearing heels and a fishnet. Yeah, he had fishnets and on, a fishnet bro. and lipstick, yeah, but he got hands. But fishnet with hands. Yeah, Look up the video of Delahoya with heels and fishnets. He's an Adonis. <laughs> and they kept, and they kept calling that nigga the USSR champion. Said the USBF. Get your drunk. You know who I would like to see fight? You know what? You know what I think would be a decent fight? Michael B. Jordan. And Logan Paul. Oh, no. Because Michael B. Jordan really could fight from the Creed shit. Michael gets slept. You think nah, he would get slept? That motherfucker, he's an actor fighter. No, he could fight for real. I think he'd get dog walked. He um, had to train. You, you would pick Logan Paul over Michael B. Jordan? Logan been fighting pros for like the last seven, eight years. Nigga, Creed has Ooh. part three is about to come out. Gym. He's three films in. He ain't pros. Them niggas, that thumbs, niggas, up, thumbs up the video. I've been watching them videos. Them niggas is niggas that come in. in nah, I think I would take Michael B. Jordan over Logan Paul. I take Michael B. Jordan over. I don't know. I, I, if he fight a real fighter, nigga, he really be boxing, nigga. That's really he knows how to box. But nigga. he ain't fought against professionals for seven. But he years. knows how to box. You can't even all that shit they doing. You still got to know how to a do nigga it. Can know how to shoot until he really got to shoot at other niggas. Then, I, I, then he'll get hit. How's it go? How's it go? React to getting hit. I got. He got it. knocked out for, for the creed shit. Yeah, that means he got knocked out. <laughs> I mean, he got knocked out. I got my money on Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> this nigga taking movies serious. <laughs> <laughs> It's really that strong. The rock is really strong. Who can whoop Godzilla? Nobody whoop Godzilla. Look what he did to King Kong. Ain't nobody fucking with Terminator. That nigga Vin Diesel can really drive fast. The nigga's really going to space. And he's furious. Nah, nigga. I bet bet you any nigga in here 500, if they fought, I'd take 500 on Michael B. Jordan. I'd beat the dog shit out of Michael B. Jordan. (laughs) You think you can take Michael B. Jordan? I'd beat the dog shit out of that nigga. I mean, I fuck with you ain't think I've seen Creed too. Y'all know I could dog that nigga. If y'all win three rounds, you you take him. I'll be the dog. He look, he cut up and shit, but I'm two forty. But he's conditioned though. I don't give a fuck. That wind, <laughs> nigga. That wind matters, nigga. Run up, Mike. <laughs> I beat your motherfucking pull ass, up, nigga. Pull up, Mike. That nigga be out there, motherfucker. Pull up, Mike. And hey, that nigga pull up on the with the kill monster. <laughs> Them two niggas is gonna have a lip licking contest. <laughs> 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 niggas be Craig and Mike facing each other like, oh nigga, you won. Nigga. Your shit killed, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Your shit killed. That nigga Charlie been eating bird seeds. <laughs> <laughs> like, some bird seeds? Like, yeah, yeah, so I thought the bitch. 
was just saying nah. birds, not not policy. Nah, nigga, birds. That nigga slept standing up on a tree branch last night. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Charlie hit him like a random skull in the <laughs> desert. Nigga skull That nigga skull is somewhere in Arizona rolling around, nigga. We see that nigga skull, like, oh shit. That nigga Doughboy signed that ADD deal that came with a lifetime of fat farm jerks. Hey, Charlie lost one of Charlie lost one of his kids in a bad hatching. My son too long. Somebody drop the egg. Monistat on his hair at night. Oh. <laughs> that nigga Craig pulled up to the scene with a seal of missing. They refused to sell that nigga sinus medication. <laughs> and then Charlie got a non profit dedicated to bringing back the dodo bird. <laughs> Something, nigga. This nigga got a hand warmer on a collared shirt. Hell yeah, no. What the fuck? What the fuck? Teenage Mutant Ninja Polo shit, nigga. We got hand warmers on polo. What type of shit is this? I don't come with that. What the fuck is up with this nigga, bro? Whose man's is this? Fuck, you get a hand warmer and a collar at the same time. Shit, it's no Burley Tell you, yeah. you got no right no hood. You can just we can just get keep your hands warm. <laughs> but you wanna be stylish up here? Yeah. When you wanna be stylish up here and warm down here? He's stylish up top and <laughs> warm at the bottom. That nigga got a cute nigga got a quarterback punch. <laughs> <laughs> he got a playbook in that bitch. <laughs> This nigga Doughboy is the only nigga that I know with skateboard Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga go Ollie. <laughs> skateboard Jordan. <laughs> Skate Jordan's uh, old nigga. And Charlie go uh, go throw up in his kid's mouth for dinner tonight. You said you want to eat, right? Make sure y'all smash that like button, man. How many likes we got? Uh, but we gotta get to 1500, man. Look, we need 1500. We need at least 1500 likes. Hit the like button, please. Please hit the like button, man. Smash the like God button. God damn it. Hell yeah, I'm hiring Jurassic. And then when the show is over with, come back and comment. 
Come back and comment when the show's over with. The Chill Weathers is going to be dropping on Tuesday. Hey, no, wait, wait, come on. Wait, can I tell the, the audience an honest story? Let me tell you an honest story. This happened today. Before we went on the air, Snigger Craig was playing some of this Chill Withers project. Nigga, this shit is dope. I only heard about three or four records, bro, and I'm not just cap, bro. The production was fire. Your lyrics was fire. Like, bro. Tell them how, how you got to start twerking. <laughs> It was that good. <laughs> no, but I can't wait to hear the whole project because if it's, if it's anything of what I heard, bro, that shit is fire. Fire. Hell yeah. It'll be up for purchase next Tuesday, man. Make sure y'all support. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Hell yeah. Also, man, tickets to this Vegas show will be available at the uh, probably the probably next Friday. Yeah. Maybe sooner, yeah. but y'all know, man. So that's only limited space, and we're only selling 150 tickets to that show. So when we put the tickets up on the website, man, make sure y'all purchase. Right away, goddamn. They're going to sell out fast. That. Limited that. spacing available. Mm. Man, dope beasy. Oh, we'll start with uh, DeWine, man. Tell them where they can find you, G. Oh, hold on, hold on. Before we go any further. <laughs> Big oh, yeah. Bro. Hey, that's some dope shit. Big Bro Brown came out with a... Well, this is a cartridge for a vape, right? Oh, all right. Let's go. Hell yeah. It's a far side, far side vape cartridge. Hey, Where can they buy it, uh, Big Bro? Uh, uh, California Cannabis uh, starting May 1st. May 1st, they'll be available at California Cannabis, man. Yes, Support the mm. Big Bro. This is what it looks like. Far it's side bass packaging too. Yes, sir. That shit look like it'll get you out. Man, we're gonna Check try that out. out tonight. We're gonna try I'm, that out tonight. See what that, that shit look like it's hit, nigga. Yeah, I'm getting high looking at that shit. <laughs> Check it out, man. Yes, Please support me. Yeah. Let's go. You know. Man. All right, D, tell them where they can find <laughs> you, family. Hotepish.com. Uh you can hit me up. Also, go to my Instagram and my link tree. My book will be coming out, but it's going to premiere first with my workshop, May 2nd. Get your ticket to my workshop. I have limited availability. I already have over half the ticket sold, so I need y'all to get it right now on 29 bucks. my self-motivation guidebook. Nice. I mean, and I wrote it real short because a lot of motherfuckers say they want to read, but they're not going to read past the seventh page. Nigga, do we so, got pictures, nigga? Yeah. It ain't got pictures. It, it ain't no drawings. It ain't no pictures. Right. It's just straight to the point, straight out. Shit to do to motivate yourself to meet your goals. Nice. You know what I mean? So get the tickets to the workshop right now. Also, my live drum sample packs are on my link tree also. All that shit's on link tree. Go to that shit on Instagram. Nice. Do it. <clears throat> talk to him, bitch. Uh, talk to him, man. Hey, you already know what it is. Mr. Duncan Penny Hughes on fucking Instagram. Um, sapiosexual. Get that shit. That shit's still out. Um, I got my fucking... Uh, Mixtape coming out in the next couple of weeks. You know what I'm saying? I'm a, I'm a simmer. I'm a, I'm, I want this fucking uh, this chill with us project. I want y'all to hear this shit, man. This nigga, this nigga is dope. Yeah, this you know is dope, motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? This nigga Ryan Johnson got bars. But it's like it's some of the dopest fucking producers on there, man. For real. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You, you gotta hear this shit, man. That shit is that shit is that shit is ain't what you think it is. So And they know uh, where they can get your project from too, right? Oh yeah, nigga, if you ain't got sapiosex, you a stupid nigga. You know what I'm saying? Get on stupid that shit, nigga. nigga. I wanna peep it, bro. Yeah. Like, like, like knowledge for ignorance. Stupid nigga. You stupid. Say what you gotta say, my nigga. But uh yeah, <clears> we got, I got a uh, uh my sound pack right now, my drums. I got drums too on sound.com. Go fuck with that. Uh nerdgangclothing.com, go get you some dope shit, you know what I'm saying? Get fly for the summer. 
Yeah, man. For sure, man. That's what it is, man. Everybody, everybody here, you know what I'm saying? Moving and doing shit. Y'all niggas ain't seen nothing yet. Hey, oh, man. And I'm missing the fucking red and meth versus with the side. Nigga, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm watching that, that shit. Back, <laughs> oh, oh, that's tonight? It's going on right oh, now. Oh, shit. We missing. Okay. Get on oh, this is better than that. It is. Than that. It I is, love them niggas, but you know what I mean? Yeah, this yeah. is what it is right now, bro. I'm be smoking all night. So I get shit like that. That's what I'm saying, man. That nigga Dunk got a six-pack of Raymond noodles in his backpack right now. I told myself, nigga, I'm getting enough money to where my kids don't have to taste ramen noodles. Nigga, who you telling? I they had to eat it the other day, though. Check me, out on <laughs> Check me out on IG at I am Charlie Newhart and get with me on YouTube. Charlie Newhart on YouTube. I've been dropping video at least three times a week. I'm having a good time, dog. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Oh, it's my turn? That's right. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, I'm working on my own lemon pepper incense line, so I'm going to be. Oh! Oh! I'm bringing that to the streets. Lemon pepper incense. Lemon pepper incense. I'm bringing it because I want to be like food flavor incense or so. It would be big niggas making food flavor. I love that shit. I'm bringing that to the streets. But uh, yeah, y'all catch me at I am Doughboy. I am Doughboy TV on YouTube. And a nigga Doughboy trying to attract fat bitches. What is that smell in there, brother? Is that lemon pepper? Earlier today, uh, Charlie took his shoes off and killed the rabbit with his feet. Craig got the body language. Craig got the body language of a nigga that undressed with the blinds open all the time. I want niggas to see me. Been working out. Been working out. I got to have. What you said the joke was about old girl after she laid uh, the whole scenario? How's your ass? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I let me tell you something. So funny. The funniest, most disrespectful, disrespectful, I'm not talking no more about <laughs> Shit, you said, nigga, was the other day when you was like, nigga, your, your relative said. You asked her what she wanted to be when she grew up. She said, <laughs> fuck. She said, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> That nigga DeWine cried during the Al Sharpton documentary. That nigga. That nigga. I thought he was a real nigga. Charlie looked like the deacon that sleep with the preacher. I'm deaconing for death. I'm the big deacon. You trying to make the deacon in the first place? I'm a deacon. You can't be the deacon and the first lady. Yeah, I'm a dick deacon. They, they couldn't baptize Dewan at church. That's why I don't fuck with church no more. <laughs> don't look at Dewan. We can't put you in the tub. Only, only his back got with her. They just threw a cup of holy water in his face. Get out of here. Hey, I'm going to tell you something. Gotta take and, they got, and, and they got a splash baptism. <laughs> No, I was shot with a super soaker. And then a super soaker with a holy water. This is so good with the holy water. This nigga don't boil it like a bottle of freshness. Hey. But I won't let y'all know though. On a serious tip, on a serious tip. Charlie's color was white before he started sweating. <laughs> that nigga started sweating. That shit turned skin tone. On his ass. <laughs> Yo, shit. Oh, shit. <sighs>
That was fun. I needed the wine keeper rotisserie chicken in the tub with him. Every time. <laughs> Did he drink his bath water? <laughs> this is my bra. Char- Charlie really got on a polo skirt. <laughs> it buttoned up the crotch. It buttoned up the crotch. <laughs> Yo. Shit, fucking 420, fuck. Shit, man. I'm high. I'm so high. I'm low, dog. I don't have nothing. Fuck all you niggas. I love y'all niggas, man. I ain't on God, dog. Y'all niggas, dog. This is the shit. Man, this was a great show. Shout out to Brandon and Doge, man. Doge, J, 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 Duke, Quayno. Quayno. Yeah. <laughs> uh, check, 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 oh check. my god. My head hurts. Hey, hey, chat room. I'm looking at y'all. Y'all just laugh at these jokes, man. Y'all, y'all fucking up. <laughs> like it's it's been some funny shit happening. They trying to go throw their own shit up in there, and that motherfuckers. They hard. might have something though. We all that. Go ahead and roast out, man. Yeah, roast some of y'all, man. I know you some funny. I've been waiting on something. Come on, man. I know Zen Master got something. Uh, Dr. Sinister. We've been on the air for damn near three hours. Leak Soul, Bad Wild. That's why I love. Let's get some roast popping now. What y'all got? Hey, man. Chill with us dropping next Tuesday. We're coming to Vegas the weekend of May 22nd and 23rd. Also, man, Brandon's weekend is the week before. His birthday is the weekend before. If y'all want to celebrate as we celebrate Brandon, Hit me in the inbox. We're going to yeah. be in Vegas. Y'all can yes, come party is. with us. We got other dates set. set we setting up as well. Fuck with us. We're going to get out here and be amongst the people. Yeah, I man. promise you. That's right. If I owe you something, I'm not going to be able to give it to you. But if you want it, you can get it from God. Hell yeah. That was fun, man. Good Good